Hello and welcome to episode 69 yes. of Game Time with <laughs> Nice. Yeah, man. The sex one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's There's a lot that happened yeah, this there's... week. Yesterday was especially happening. Right. Uh, and now we're here at this podcast. So we have, we have some news to talk about, but you said you wanted to talk about a secret thing. It's a secret segment that I'm okay, calling Okay, great. Can't wait. Uh, you know how, like, websites and outlets do, like, year-end reviews and, like... The... Yes. I have Pornhub's year-end oh, review. Oh, okay. So, I... Yes. I We have... I've seen this tweet. Okay. I retweeted this. Yeah, it's it is, fantastic. It is fantastic. I did not see the second chart that you have there. Oh. But... You do. You only saw the one. I only saw the one. <laughs> oh, I have you multiple. Have like seven pages. <laughs> it's only four. <laughs> okay. So yes, yes. Yes. The there was the they had the pie chart of how much percentage consoles looked up yes, things on yes. Pornhub. The so, PlayStation uh, 4 was the highest with 51.5%. Yes. That's true. Also, who... I t- I've talked about this with mm-hmm. people. Who Who is looking up porn on the 3DS? That's That was actually 0.4%. Like, that is fascinating to me. That's a small amount, okay? Mm-hmm. And this, this needs more context for me to think that it's wild because, like, I need to know how many people this was. I think it's just... And like percentage wise of like right like, yeah just like browser I just yes. want to know like what the number is oh wait, I would, I would assume it's astronomically high compared to what I would believe it is <laughs> but like the 3ds uses one of the oldest shittiest versions of Opera I've yes. ever seen in my life mm-hmm. it can barely load HTML5 websites like what I imagine <laughs> it to look like if you loaded Pornhub <laughs> on a 3ds is like what Craigslist looks like mm-hmm. where it's like a list of links on a white background that has a video embed that may or may not load I, I, so like I don't what the fuck is the Vita's web browser pretty good I have used it to look up, like, FAQs and stuff right. in-game because yeah, it's yeah. easy enough to hit the button and go and, like, oh, this is what I need to do now. Mm-hmm. So that would work, I would guess. The Wii U? I mean, sure, you could I really... go three feet maximum away from it with the tablet and still view. So, who knows? I... I remember the Wii U having a really shitty inter- uh, internet uh, browser The browser well. actually works all right. And it has, like, a YouTube app and stuff. I remember using it for Twitch, and it was pretty rough. Okay, that's... I mean, okay, well, we will use Twitch on the PS4, also pretty rough. Yes, yes. But, like... But... I don't know. I remember using the Twitch website over the Twitch app, and I found that works better on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work it like look as good but it works better so the thing we have to tell this is insane yes (laughs) the change in traffic share from Mm -hmm. 2018 to 2019 Mm -hmm. the playstation vita has been essentially dead for i don't know let's say four years uh and like certain companies were still like using a defibrillator on it by putting out games every so often they officially declared it dead last year they will have no more support no more anything how did the Vita's usage increase on Pornhub increase by 23%? My theory here is... That it's cheap and easy to bring somewhere secret? Like, what the fuck? Well, I, I, what I'm wondering is if people are like, I don't want to watch it on my like expensive console 
or I don't want to watch it on my phone. But I'm not worried about the Vita. The Vita's I, got a nice OLED screen. Let's because get like, it in there. Because like I have my <laughs> Switch now, so like I guess like now my Vita the, is my porn machine. Like, I guess because like, you can't watch it on the Switch. No, because there's, there's no, no web, web browser, browser, which is why it's obviously not listed here. Yeah. But like I specifically printed off this page because the Vita being twenty twenty three percent increase twenty eighteen to twenty nine. Well, like what the fuck. Uh, this next one, this is just a fun little... You get to see the increase of uh, finding out when Apex Legends came out. <laughs> Look at that! What? <laughs> and this is not going to play well on the uh, on an audio podcast. But they were searching Apex Legends and Fortnite on Pornhub. Uh, those are, like, that's coming up, Manny. Okay, okay. But yes, Fortnite is very common. Like, that is a very popular yeah, thing uh, to search. An average of 151,000 search results a, a day. day. That's ridiculous. But then when Apex Legends comes out, 357, February 18th. What happened on February 18th is the, the real question. Because I know Apex was, like, early February. So, like, were people giving Apex enough time to... For people to, to for the porn stars to, uh, yeah, that's what a bizarre chart. Fuck? That is a bizarre chart. Now we're gonna get into the fun. Okay, where great. I'm not gonna show you stuff. Oh, great! And I'm gonna let you guess. Uh huh. Okay. So these are most search video games. So like the games themselves. Okay. It, if you had some guesses of like games, Overwatch. Would, that's number one. Okay, obviously. Yes. Uh, Battleborn. No. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Uh, oh, fuck. Are they all... Well, never mind, because Overwatch came out years ago. Right. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. No. Whoa, fuck. <laughs> Mario? No. Damn, I have no idea. Uh, I Fortnite? Fortnite, yeah, and obviously okay, Apex. Okay, yeah, and Apex. <clears throat> yes. Um... I don't. I don't even. This has like the top fifteen. If you want to, let me know when you want to just call oh, it quits here. What would what would people want the pornography for? <laughs> There's a, if the it's top, a, if it's not Sonic. I mean, I don't even know. The top what it five. Is. There are two that you're just gonna be like, what are people doing with their lives? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, after Overwatch, I think I'm out. Okay. And Sonic. What do you got? Pokemon is number oh, three. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's not. No, Minecraft what? is number what? four. What the fuck? What do you What? Uh, what even is that? I. Oh man, I'm gonna have to do some academic research later. What? Do you, what? Yeah, that was. Uh, that's not a. That's not a thing. I mean, everything's a thing. But Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat. Okay. Okay, sure. Skyrim, Borderlands. Skyrim. Fifteen percent increase from last year as well. <laughs> What the fuck even is... Okay, uh-huh. The Witcher, Warcraft... Okay, that I get. Right. Because as I describe everyone, the Witcher books are essentially yeah, yeah. much hornier Lord of the Rings. That right, one right. I can see. Mass Effect, once again. The Doom. Witcher will also be increasing in porn searches oh, when yeah. the show comes out on yes, December yes. 20th. So, you know. Mass Effect, Mass Tomb Effect, Raider. sure. That Street was... Fighter, okay. Street Fighter, yeah. And Final Fantasy. People love Chun-Li. Okay, uh, this, this next one. Uh, that the is... The last one, yes. I can't believe people weren't searching for Sonic the Hedgehog. 
This is most searched video game characters. Characters? Yes. Chun-Li. There are 28, and there's only one Street Fighter. Oh, nope. Chun-Li is on here. Okay, 20... I was going to say Chun-Li is on there. 24th. She's the 24th? Rough, yes. Rough year for Chun-Li. Uh, have any other uh, ideas? Jill Valentine. Jill is not. Lara Croft. She is second. Ooh, still, huh? Second? Who the fuck? Whoa. Uh, Tracer? I, can I just list every Overwatch? <laughs> there are multiple Overwatch I would characters. guess Widowmaker. No. No? And Tracer is no. What? May. Yes. Okay. Seventh. Really? People have like a weird there obsession are, with Widowmaker. I find that to be tough. There to are two Overwatch higher than May. Than May. Um, are they both genders or are they female characters? They're female. Okay. Um, you will not be surprised when you find out. I mean, probably not Mercy. Uh, Mercy is is sixth, so one ahead of May. Okay. And then the other one is third. Oh, the other one is third. Mm-hmm. It's not Widowmaker. I don't know. Um, now I'm trying to think. Who is, who is it? Diva. Oh, oh, that's kind of fucked up. And then Ash is ninth. Oh, I forget. So there are new Overwatch characters. Right. I forget Ash exists, even though Nukio plays as her every match. Bridget. I also Brigida. I Brigida, remember. I, I don't know. You can say however you want. They don't actually say it. Okay. Uh, and uh, I forget Sigma exists. He's the newest character. I've never even played him in the game. Yeah, there are five or yeah. There are five Overwatch characters, and they're all in the top ten. Yeah, that may, I That's... mean, that makes sense. Overwatch porn is a large industry for everyone. Do you want to try to figure out number one? Number one is not an Overwatch character? No, D.Va is the highest, and it's third. Oh, my God. Number one? And this is over a million more searches. Over a million? Diva is number three, 4.4. Th- I, wait, I have a, I have a question yes. because of a trend that happened recently. Is it a real character? No. It's not Bowsette? Uh, that is number five. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> that is one of my favorite. <laughs> shit, dog! What? I don't. Oh my god! Is it gonna be really upsetting? No. No. It's gonna be like it. I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's a very popular character. Okay. She was not in a game this year. Okay, I can't guess the number one right now. R is Trish on there from Devil May Cry? No. No Devil May Cry No Devil May Cry care. Wow. Uh, He's not in a game this year. I don't know. You call quits? Yeah. Zelda. Ugh. Okay. It's over I, a million okay. more than like sure. another. I probably should have known. Yeah, that. like as I said, it's not that surprising. Um, do you want to just have a couple more fun ones? I, yeah. What do you got? You will never guess four. Okay. This is my favorite in the whole. What list. is it? Super Mario. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, sure. Like not Mario. They specifically Since want you, Super you Mario. Want regular Mario. Yeah, you don't want the little guy. Yeah, that shit's weak. So it's just like, I think that's... Wait, how many male characters are on that list? Is he the only male character? 
Bowser's 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, is Link on there? No. What? Andromeda is on there. <laughs> the solar system. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, it's neither male or female. Do you want to guess which Pokemon is on there? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, probably Pikachu. It's Pikachu. Yeah, that's fucked up. See, I was thinking, like, it'd be Gardevoir, because, like, people have, like, a weird... If you look up Gardevoir... I, okay, look, now that I know this, I will never look up Gardevoir again. Dude, yeah, like, people have done some disturbing things with good Gardevoir. This is fucked up, the knowledge that I've been given. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ada Wong is the Resident Evil. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Katana is Mortal Kombat. Katana, not like Melina. Uh, Sonya Blade is also on there. Okay. Uh, and then the two Street Fighter is Cammy and Chun-Li. So. Oh, Cammy, that, yeah, that makes sense. And then there's Nina from uh, Takan. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no one's looking at Brian Fury from <laughs> no Maya from Borderlands because apparently, what what is happening? It's a bizarre. What list. is our world? It's a bizarre list. The most bizarre thing is look at Pikachu. The increase in Pikachu, they're up three hundred and seventy-two percent, and it came out last year. It had like a, its own game last year. <laughs> Why are people looking that up? Why are people looking up Bowser? I mean, you know. There's all kinds of people out there. Oh, saying Pikachu. Uh, Misty is also one of the Pokemon, and I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Misty. That, people would that, be... That's really gross, though. That is really gross. I think that's grosser than Pikachu. I do not. That's... But, like, it's like a... She's like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, but Pikachu's probably, like, one years old. That's fucked up. They're both fucked up. Every yeah, that's. I mean, we are not the target demographic for this list. No, this is. I just thought this was a fun little segment that people. I had not seen most of those charts, but that's great. I'm glad you great knowledge. I'm glad you didn't see it because like that made it more fun. Only the PlayStation one had I seen. Well, the 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 console breakdown. Yes, yes. There's. If you want to see more, you just go to Pornhub. you're in review, and then, like, they have, like, a ton more. I only yeah. did the video game stuff because yeah. we're a video game podcast. I saw that Greg Miller had tweeted the other day, what's your favorite porn to watch on the Vita? Let us know, and we'll talk about it on the show. <laughs> so, well, he might like, have to watch the Kind of Funny Games Daily where they do that. Yeah. Because, ooh. He, well, he's, like, a big Sony guy. He's a, he loves the Vita. Yeah, I he, get it. Yes. You know, give the Vita, it means life, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Yeah, that, uh, I watched that episode. It had uh, Gary Witta as well. Okay, great. So that that's a solid episode. Um, so we will get into actual, uh, news. actual news, which we forgot to talk about two weeks ago. Well, we didn't talk about it because neither one of us really play or care about Half-Life. Right. But there will be a new Half-Life game that mm-hmm. is not Half-Life 3, and it is called Half-Life Alex. Well, the other reason I did not talk about it is because it, I am the opposite of a VR evangelist. Yeah. I have used more VR than probably like the average person who mm-hmm. doesn't have a VR headset. And I don't think ever once it has really blown me away. Right. 
And I think part of that is because in the beginning, you're like, oh, these all seem like tech demos and it will eventually become something cool. But now multiple years out, it is still that. And 90% of the games are just a shooting gallery, which mm. this also looks to be. Right. And movement has not been perfected. But it does. So <clears throat> the thing that got me about this is people always say that Half-Life and like Half-Life 2 in each episode was to showcase some new crazy thing like graphical fidelity or physics. And people thought they would never make a new Half-Life unless there was like a reason to do it, like a new thing to show off. And I do think VR could be the reason to do that, right? That's probably why they're doing it. But the trailer doesn't show anything unique. Mm. Like, the only thing is you have hands, which, like, not a big deal. But no. it, in that, it is because they, like, push away books and stuff mm -hmm. so that then you can, like, <clears throat> shoot through other areas. And, like, that is a new thing, but that doesn't, like, excite me about it. Right. And so we're not going to talk about Half-Life Alex very much. No, the, no. the reason I put this up here was because a few weeks ago, a game that both you and I were very excited for uh, in the Valley of the Gods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Campo Santo, the developer, had been bought by Valve uh, last year or the year before. Anyways, within the past few years, they were yeah, they yeah. were bought by Valve. And then in the Valley of the Gods, <clears throat> which is like an adventure game taking place in Egypt, was going to be their next big game. The, their previous game was their first game. It was Firewatch. We both really liked it. Yeah. Uh, nice narrative adventure game. Uh, and it, it was great, right? And so I was excited to see what they would do next. But a month ago, people noticed that they took in the Valley of the Gods out of their Twitter profiles, all of them. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, shit, is this what we feared when they got bought by valve because valve usually doesn't put out games anymore really yeah. like are they just being absorbed into the machine and the answer is 50 50 they finally got out there and said that in the valley of the gods is on hold and uh one of them got out there and was basically saying like we still would like to make it and we were not forced to stop making it it's basically just a lot of them have first-person shooter development under mm -hmm. their belts, so he actually said that the narrative about Valve and that you can basically just, like, move to other projects that you are good at or feel like you want to help on, you can mm -hmm. do that. And so they basically all ended up doing that. Well, I, I assume, like, if you're a developer and it's like, hey, do you want to make this new game or do you want to work on a Half-Life game? I feel like a lot of developers So, but, like, not all of them are working on the Half-Life thing. Well, no, yeah, like they, yeah. some, of, some seem to be working on Dota and other things like that. But it just, like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. And I would bet that not all of them feel that same way, but you can't, like, make a game when your people are all in disparate areas doing different right. things and you can't focus on it. So that kind of is a bummer, but... At least they have said, as of right now, they still do intend to make it. It's basically just on, like, indefinite hold, which kind of sucks because they were a really cool developer. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, basically Half-Life Alex killed Campo Santo, and that's sad. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. But... Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything specific to say about Half-Life Alex. really. I just, no, I, VR is, like, not my thing. I, I actually didn't even watch the trailer, because... Oh, I, I, I did watch the trailer, and mm -hmm. I like the G-Mans in it, and fucking... I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just know the way I play video games, where, like, I want to be able to get up at any point and go get a drink or go to the bathroom and not have to deal with a whole pain in the ass system of like cords and taking off. I mean, that's the, and... that's the least of my problems with VR. I just think it's like uninteresting and boring most of the time. Well, and the other issue is even people that really like VR, they're like, I can't do it for more than like a half hour at a time. 
yeah, I mean, because you do get ill or, like, yeah. it's not good to do it for long periods of time. And that's especially not the way I play video games. Yeah. But, like, I just... I shoot i'm done with shooting galleries and until like every cool major release quote unquote that comes out is literally just mm -hmm. like a shooter right and nothing is like full scale with the exception of like resident evil mm -hmm. I, it's just bizarre and like i don't think i heard anybody played resident evil 7 completely in vr I heard no, from but like people. it would be like an objectively worse experience, right? Because that game looks ridiculously good, and the fidelity is immediately cut in less than mm -hmm. half when you put on a view, right. like you know, yeah, yeah. So it's bizarre, <clears throat> right? It's 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 not there, but it is like getting there in terms mm -hmm. of like ease of use headsets. Like the Oculus Quest is really cool right. because you just put it on and it's self-contained other than the fact that they just announced the Oculus Link where you plug it into a VR capable PC and then it ups the fidelity. But at that point, then you are tethered. So what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Why? You know? And like, yeah, just no huge games are coming out that are of interest to me. Like, it's always something that's like, oh, this is fun to dick around with for like 20 minutes. And then mm -hmm. it's like, I would rather do anything else, I think. So that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. What about watching porn? That was my favorite. I was listening to someone have basically the same speech recently where they're not that into VR. And someone said, what about VR porn? And then they said, even the VR porn's not that good. <laughs> I Granted, know. I have not. Yeah, I, I do not have a personal headset, so I have not no, watched no. any VR porn. But, um, you know, I bet it wouldn't be that transcendent. Mm -hmm. I bet it would be like the same, except maybe I could look around and it would look kind of fucked up. I, I bet it'd be really weird. It would be very weird, I, I think. bet it would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah, I just VR is not yes. for me, but cool, they're making a new Half-Life game. People yeah. seem to be pretty upset that it's not, like, you know, the one that they want. But I don't think that game will ever come out. Half-Life Half 3 will never oh, come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying Half-Life. No, Half-Life Alex will come out for sure, but... Mm. Okay. Um, then the next one, which I put on here just because I thought it was crazy that they made a big deal about it. 2K announced that they have a new studio mm -hmm. called Cloud Chamber, and they have two offices in Montreal and San Francisco, and they, they're like, the big reveal is that they're working on a new Bioshock game. Was that announced or was that, like, leaked? It was leaked, but okay. this is what I think is hilarious about this leak, is they tried to be like, yeah, it's brand new and it'll come out within the next few years. This game has been being worked on for at least two years. But that's what I'm saying, like, it was leaked, like... Years ago, literal yeah, years like... ago, because... Jason Schreier from Kotaku interviewed Hangar 18, mm -hmm. the people who make uh, Mafia. They were making Mafia 3. Right, right. And literally, that game had a lot of development trouble, and they worked right across the hall from mm. another developer that they would not say the name of. But basically... They were having a ton of issues and being like, I don't think this game is very fun to work on. We're having a lot of development troubles. And the people across the hall are like, well, we're, we're making a new Bioshock game and like we can do whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that was two years ago. Right. And there's no reason that multiple people from the studio would lie about that. And obviously it's another 2K studio in the same building doing this thing. I just think it's hilarious that 2K is like, yeah, no one's ever heard of this. You can't wait. <laughs> and like trying to pretend like it hasn't been being worked on right. for at least two years is like kind of bizarre. Yeah. Because like when I heard that, I was like, wait, I thought we already knew about That's this. That's why I thought it was crazy. But when they announced it, they announced that it was in Montreal. And so mm -hmm. I was like, where's Hangar 18? I swear to God that this happened. Mm -hmm. And then I, when I looked, it said they also have an office in San Francisco. And I was like, all right, here we go. Mm -hmm. 
makes so sense. it makes sense. I just, yeah, there will be a new Bioshock game in the next few years. Um, Are you excited about that? No. I, I mean, like, I like Bioshock, uh, and Bioshock Infinite was a cool thing. I just, like... I, I mean, they could be really interesting as right. long as they do some new interesting narrative thing like the previous two. It will be cool, but mm. I... Yeah, you know, I, I got to see it first. Right. And even then I won't believe it because of all the pre-release footage of Bioshock Infinite that didn't even come close to being what the final game was. Right. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. cool. And the last, uh, oh, well, it's not the last one. There's no. so much news, yeah, technically. Uh, Greg Rice, one of my favorite people in the video game industry who has worked at one of my favorite developers, Double Fine, for a very long time. He has been Tim Schafer's secondhand man for a very long time but he has moved on and now he is basically the head of indie relations and stuff at sony Mm -hmm. so the previous few weeks when i said it seemed like everyone cool was leaving it was because they were making way for a whole bunch of new cool people (laughs) to work there right the transition just hadn't worked yet like greg rice there were a couple other ones too that i can't recall off the top of my head but it's like oh that's neat Mm -hmm. that they are now working at Sony, and so he will do a killer job at that, right? Because he worked for Double Fine, getting uh, like helping out with their publishing deals, and they were started publishing other people's games and partnering with other developers at certain points. And like he was one of the people that was the main facilitators in that. So I think working for a huge company like Sony that will be great, yeah. Like, I think he will do a good job in that role, and so that's neat because I do think Sony's going to need at least probably for the first couple years, quite a few indies to get people to be like, hey, come to Sony. Because, like, they're just not going to have a ton of launch titles, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Because Sucker Punch is not, and I I just feel like a lot of their studios have released games somewhat recently. Hey, if I've learned anything in the past week, it's that maybe you can just develop a game in a year's time invisibly. Um, <laughs> a good game? I Hey, we'll find out. I don't know, man. I just like, oh, we'll talk about it later, mm-hmm. but it's impossible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I agree with you, but you still think that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 will launch on the PS5. So. But they're going to need more than just one game. Well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, I'm talking launch window or whatever you want okay, to call it. Okay, but I mean, even the Switch didn't have that. Like, they coasted on Breath of the Wild until Odyssey came out, which was a long time later. Right, right. But then they did have a few indies in there. and They did, and I mean, people will put their indies out on Sony regardless right. of the relations or not because they just want the money from all the platforms. Right. More people that can buy our product, the better. Right. But, I mean, yeah, they Sony's been getting fucking... weird timed exclusive deals with square like Mm -hmm. that was announced this past week that the final fantasy 7 remake is a year exclusive the kingdom hearts dlc is a year exclusive why you would make those deals i don't really know but i mean yeah because like you're are you really competing with like yeah at that point not really i i I, I, that just seems weird to me yeah but they got a bunch of stuff going on. So that was the other final part of the news. We'll talk about all the news from the Game Awards as the part three, I think. But well, did you want to talk about the PlayStation? Yeah, the PlayStation state thing. of play. Oh, and I forgot about the Nindy yeah the Nintendo. showcase. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the place the state of play, the PlayStation state of play was hilarious to me mm-hmm. because a bunch of stuff leaked last week. Ye- yeah before it and like nowhere said where the leak came from but they were full trailers of things and other stuff like the 
the Resident Evil 3 remake leaked because people found the images on PSN. The entirety of the Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, Remind DLC trailer leaked, but, like, the whole trailer, (laughs) like, all two and a half minutes, and then... It seemed like they released it intentionally, but then the, everyone was getting a cease and desist that put it up, so it was really weird. It leaked that Final Fantasy VII was not coming to the Xbox uh, when the first day, March mm-hmm. 3rd, despite the fact that they had said it was going to until this week, right? which is insane. Uh, and the same thing happened with Kingdom Hearts. All that info came out. Right. People must have just seen this video or something. I have no idea. But I also, how the fuck does just a random person get your full 1080p HD trailer to put on? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. But that happened. Mm-hmm. So, th- I mean, that was a majority of the news w- that they showed, with the exception of Dreams. Dreams will leave early access on February 14th, 2020. Happy mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So it'll have some single player content and Which... stuff to to do it's the same day as sonic is in something else right yeah sonic the movie happy valentine's day baby i think there's something else coming out on february 14th as well possibly but yeah the final fantasy 7 remake they showed a new trailer which i'm sick of seeing trailers for that because it came out in 1998 and i know what happens right uh and they're just not showing new footage like it's all Almost all footage from the first 20 minutes of that game, which is insane. But it looks good, and they, they're showing stuff outside of the trailers that mm-hmm. is more interesting, which I think is kind of weird. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC, I cannot wait for. They announced the release date in that trailer. Uh, it comes out January 20th for uh, the PS4 and February 20th for the Xbox One. So, as usual, Xbox fans getting totally shafted on the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Um, But that, it addresses every major critique that people have about that game. Mm -hmm. With the lack of post-game content, the lack of super bosses, they put the Final Fantasy characters in it. Uh, It has, like, a billion just, like, cool, interesting things. Really impossible data battles with the organization. Which is my thing that I had with Kingdom Hearts 3 to begin with, is people only remember the updated version of Kingdom Hearts 2. They only remember Final Mix. And people will always, in their arguments against me about Kingdom Hearts 3, would be like, well, what about this and this? And it's like, gotcha, bitch. That wasn't in the original game, so Mm -hmm. you just wait for the stupid DLC. And I think it will be better. They're adding... They added the harder difficulty critical mode that most of them had, but it was not hard enough for people. So then they added in with this DLC, there will be a harder difficulty that are like almost getting to the level of like Devil May Cry where you die in one hit, but so do the enemies Mm. or like weird variations like that. You can give yourself all kinds of handicaps, a weird bunch of bullshit. They're adding it so that it's easier for kids if you just want to blow through it and not give a fuck and like fun Disney time. You can do that. There's just a lot of cool stuff that they're adding to it. I am very excited to play that. I was going to ask if you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be super dope. And then Resident Evil 3. Yeah. And when they said that it comes out in April, I was like, that's not even a pos- That's not even possible. How can you do that? Uh, I can tell you how. How? Apparently, it was... Oh, so they yeah, there was the rumor that it was supposed to release with two. It was it was it was being worked on as a package of two and three, yes. and then they were like three is kind of holding us back. So then they were like just release two as is, and then we'll we'll finish up three, and then they were like, well, what if we just buy this other game that people are working on, 
and then stick Resident Evil multiplayer. We'll just turn it into Resident Evil multiplayer and package that into Resident Evil 3. Yeah, what is that? Resist, Resident Evil Resistance? Right. Resistance? But as far as I understand, they've really been working on this game for three, four years. Okay. It's just bizarre right. when you're like, your last product came out mm-hmm. almost less than a year ago from right. your release date. You're like, well, they just that. got really lucky that they were able to. They didn't announce that like two and three are being yeah, packaged I, together. Well, but also like Resident Evil Three is one of the least liked Resident Evil games. With right. the like, it's not bad. People just don't like it as much. Whereas like Six was actively bad. Right. It just most people don't have super fond memories of it, especially when you go back to play it now. I guess it really, really mm. doesn't hold up. But that's cool. Yeah. I, people for some reason like Nemesis. I don't know. I, uh, I uh, so the Resident Evil Resistance game literally just looks like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Uh, and they announced the first character whose name is something Sandwich, which <laughs> is a reference to the Jill Sandwich. So this, which that know, was a beta. Re- they are really leaning into um, their own weird dumb memes, but mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything else that was like worthwhile at that PlayStation thing. Like I the mean, Untitled Goose Game is coming out for the PS4 now because it was exclusive to the Epic Game Store and the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unrelated to the PlayStation Direct. It's also coming to the Xbox One and Game Pass. <laughs> that was announced it was coming to PlayStation, and then game, then Xbox was like, "It's coming to Game Pass next week." Yeah, it was like, <laughs> "Ooh, fuck, got him." So uh, I will probably just check it out because why not i guess uh, yeah i mean i i, I don't, I don't think... think it's coming to pc game pass and i'm not going to take my xbox out for that right because so. it's an epic exclusive mm. uh and the other thing that happened was nintendo had an indie showcase this was a uk one which yes. i believe is called nindy world nintendo yes something nintendo world. indie world yeah something weird they're all different depending on which region it came from the only worthwhile thing i think <laughs> that came out of this was that axiom verge 2 was announced why do you think oh, that's the only thing i put on uh, there? i know i know i'm just saying yeah. like i none of the other ones like particular no. particularly exciting or were things that had already been announced before mm-hmm. so yeah axiom verge everyone's favorite metroid like or super metroid like i guess getting a sequel I, that's one of my games that i want to check out because I haven't played Axiom Verge, so I'm like, that is definitely going to be a game I'm going to be looking at uh, next year. Yeah. Early next year. People really liked Axiom Verge. Makes sense he would make a sequel that looks like it expands upon mm-hmm. that whole concept. It is basically Super Metroid, but like in the future, right? More or less, yeah. There's also a lot of weird like plot twisty things, or like mm. you get portal guns and all kinds of weird, mm. weird stuff in it, so... It's yeah. cool. People were like saying like how much better it was because it came out this. It was the same day as Sony's, and I was like, I feel like Sony's would have been like really big if it wasn't. Leaked. If literally ninety percent of it wasn't leaked, I do think that. But I, so my thing is when but like Nintendo has a Nintendo Direct, right? Usually they have a larger reason to do it, and then they focus a lot of smaller announcements around the large thing. Mm-hmm. Sony doesn't do that. No. Like, half the time, it seems like they shouldn't have even made it. And that these could have all just been totally separate releases. Like, none of these were... Like, they're not Sony's games. You know what I mean? The only thing that they did show, Ghost of Tsushima... I got so pissed off. They showed... They're like, oh, it's finally time. We're gonna show some Ghost of Tsushima. Who's ready for the new Sucker Punch game? And it was literally like... 
20 seconds maybe if mm. i'm being generous of like dudes walking down a path and then a ninja showing up and then they say to be continued we'll show you at the game awards right. and i was like why even well, no, no, make no. this uh, initially they just said to be continued and then like 10 seconds later they said the game awards and i was like because like there was a period there where i was like or what does that mean to be continued it better be at the Game Awards, otherwise I'm going to be very upset. They had already, Jeff Keighley had already said that they were going to show it at the Game Awards, mm. so I knew. But right. I was like, why even fucking have this trailer yeah. then? Why have this? I wonder if, like, they worked with Jeff Keighley and, like, somehow they got, like, some deal. But then they had to, like, put that in there to get people to watch the Game Awards type of thing. I, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, like... I mean, the Game Awards also had a slightly different trailer cut of the Final Fantasy VII trailer that they showed in this thing. It's just, weird. It's like a weird E3 thing all over right. again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, with that, that's like the newsy news right. stuff. But we will talk about the Game Awards uh, separately. Separately after. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games, we probably don't have that much to say about each one that we played, really. No, I don't. But... I expect it to be a quicker. Yeah. news or uh, uh, game section but like Shenmue is I don't is more Shenmue yeah the, we've, we're fishing a lot we're trying to catch oh, some yeah. rare catfish very exciting because we gotta get that jacket we gotta get a sick fish jacket yeah we gotta if each colored catfish we catch we get a stamp on our mm-hmm. stamp rally card and the guy will give us a tight ass fish jacket afterwards and so very exciting yes we could advance the story but we could no, no, no. we found the thugs we mm-hmm. lost to the thugs and now what is oh, well, we, then you beat the thugs but we have to beat them again now. Now we have to f- beat them because again. Because we need to learn one special move from a drunken guy who likes themed bonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did not advance very much. No. no we basically just fished for a lot of it. So. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, not much to say about Chen. Maybe it continues mm-hmm. to crawl along at a snail's pace of a plot. But In, in defense of Shenmue on that one... We also didn't hang out the one week because it snowed. It snowed, yeah. And, and then, then we just did the fishing thing. And then we did the fishing. So yeah, which, like, you know, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. So it moves slow, and then we're, like, slowing it down yeah, even more. Yeah, even more. That's, you know, mm-hmm. what happens. But tell me about Romancing Saga. So most people right now are like, wow, I want to finish playing the games that came out in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, for, like if i'm gonna do a top 10 list or something then there's people like me who are like what if we played 1995's unreleased in the u.s romancing saga game Mm -hmm. so it did technically come out this year for the first time in english uh it is a super nintendo game and the reason that it was not localized has now become very apparent because it would have taken them for fucking ever to localize it and it would have cost way more money than they would have made on return so basically romancing saga has never really come out here outside of a handful of releases and the, everyone that does is really weird essentially square enix well squaresoft at that time used romancing saga as like a test for new features or like mm. to try to do weird things so for a Super Nintendo game, it is crazy how non-linear it is. Like, you can go literally anywhere, do literally anything. At the beginning, you pick one of eight characters, four males or four females. You pick one. They all have unique stories. Mm-hmm. And then they each have, like, 
unique mini games tied to them, but they can go anywhere, recruit certain people. And it is a turn-based RPG. The leveling mechanic is not traditional. Okay. Basically, instead of killing enemies to get a guaranteed level up and experience points, the level up stats at random at the end of a battle. So, like, at the end of a battle, sometimes it'll just be like, oh, HP up or magic up. But the thing that's cool is you level up, like, so say you use swords. The more you use swords, the more your sword skill levels up. Okay. And so any character can use any weapon type, but they'll suck at first. Mm -hmm. You just have to hope that they get level ups. Right. And the way they learn skills is random. Oh. So each character has an inherent weapon that they're supposed to use. Usually the one they start with is what it is. So they... It's called sparking, and sometimes you'll tell them to like use a sword skill, and then they'll get an ex- they'll get a light bulb over their head, and that's the spark, and then they'll just whip out some way better skill, and then they'll know how to use that. Okay. And so they can have eight skills at one time. If you use the skills enough, then you know them forever, and then you can delete them off the character and teach them to any other character in your party. You can have up to five people in battle on the field and then one person in the back and it is hard Mm. like because of the way the leveling system works and the fact that it's so non-linear and you can go anywhere uh it's really crazy Mm. and there are like 40 characters chrono cross style one of them is a lobster Mm. uh snowman you know all kinds of fun stuff it doesn't so much have a lot of characterization per character it's more they're trying to build a world Mm -hmm. and so like you just learn about cities and like what is going on in the world it's one of the few games where you actually do have to talk to the npcs in villages because they will be like oh i heard about this fucking uh, village filled with elephants to the east and then there will that'll be added to the map and you Mm -hmm. can go there so you have to talk to everyone to like unlock the other areas and stuff which is an interesting mechanic right uh but then there's sometimes like where you get to one of the key bosses in the game and then you realize that you need to have hundreds more health than you have and uh then you get stuck yeah that's so i'm there but it is not super long so you could just restart and like with the knowledge you have gained you can also do a new game plus thing so that you keep the same sets and stuff mm-hmm. which I, I, it is insane and it is really good oh. and it makes me understand why there are a bunch of specific websites dedicated to these games right because boy you can read a lot about how stuff works and it is fucking crazy Mm-hmm. And there is so much going on. I don't know that I will beat it anytime soon just because I keep running into weird roadblocks, but then I'd solve it and something else comes up. But it right. is fascinating mm-hmm. as a game that came out in 1995 because it is like more non-linearity than most modern games who claim to have that have. And it's like, right. they made this in 1995. What's your excuse? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't, I'm not ready for this. You played Need for Speed Heat I yes, I I played it through the um, EA Access. EA Access, yes. So, um, I was just kind of like, hey, I might as well just download this ten-hour trial and give it a try. Mm-hmm. And it it it's got some interesting ideas. Like one of them is you have two options. You can either go with, go 
race during the day or race at night. If you race during the day, you're building up money so you can buy new cars. If you're racing at night, then you're building up your reputation, which is basically an experience. As you build up your reputation, you level up. As you level up, you unlock new events, races, and then also story missions. Yes. So you're, you're mixing between the two because you need to... Because as you're leveling up, you're unlocking harder and harder races. Um, I'm not crazy about the way you unlock cars and stuff like that. Because, like, I guess I just got used to the Forza Horizon where you get, like... You play for an hour, you level up a bunch, you do some wheel spins, and then, like, you've unlocked five cars in the matter of an hour. Here, I've played eight hours, and I've um, got two cars. Or three cars now. So it's like, eh, I'm not in love with that system. I think Forza kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Also, Forza definitely ruined the rewind when you fuck up in a race and then you're like, oh, I'll just rewind. No, 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 you no, can't do you that. you can't do that, yeah. I will say it feels really... I find drifting feels a lot better in this game over Forza. I never liked drifting in Forza. No. But this... It, it feels real in Forza. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you're right. No, I know. That's why I hate it is because it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Where this, you're just... You're holding, you know, R2 or the trigger... And then you just let off, and then you just hold it again. No game, no game will ever be as good as Burnout Paradise ever oh, again, yeah, yeah, ever yeah. again. I, I, and it's the saddest thing in the world, right? right. But like that, just like that's how you start the drift, and then you you can basically drift around any corners, with, yeah, yeah, with ease, and it, it feels really good. And I think the driving feels really good. Um, one of my biggest complaints about this game is at night, there they have like cops will chase you okay. which can be fun that can be fun sure but like Need for speed hot pursuit is excellent yes <laughs> the weird thing is like when you are engaging with games that have like police officers typically you have to be engaging in illegal activity for the police to chase you in this game they will just be like oh you're sitting by the side of the road we're now chasing you down wow profiling yes <laughs> it was because like you go to an event, you can just, like, start the event. Or you can say, like, hey, I'm going to wait and see if anybody else joins the event. So that's, I just pulled off to the side of the road. I was like, oh, that way police won't, like, find me and I can just wait the minute. A police officer comes up and it's like, you're being chased. I'm like, I'm not even moving. That just seems bad. Yeah. That just seems unnecessarily bad. Um... So, I, I mean, I've dicked around with it, and I certainly enjoy, like, the occasional, like, open-world racing game. But I kind of hit a point where, like, it's a 10-hour trial, or you get to level 10. And I hit level 10, so now I have to either buy the game. Uh, well, you missed out on your chance. Because I think this game sold four copies worldwide, and on Black Friday, mm -hmm. a week after its release, it was fifteen dollars yeah. down from sixty. So you could have—I mean, I could could have hopped on board. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that or I could just wait until it actually becomes like an official EA Access game, which will probably happen next year. It should happen right now. Probably. Judging by how much it's being discounted literally everywhere, mm -hmm. even outside of Black Friday. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I might look and see. I haven't really looked into buying it because, like, it's all right. I think it's an all right racing game. I think it I think it relatively got, like, sevens 
Yeah, that's what it seemed like across and, the board, which and, is fine. Yeah, like it, that that doesn't mean it's a bad game. It's just like, oh, this is okay with some But at the same time, I'm like, well, I can either play play this or buy this or just go back and play some more Forza, which is a just a better game. Yeah, overall. So, yeah. So you finally have been playing Control. I have. I have not played as much as I would like to, just because I've been doing a bunch of yeah, other yeah. stuff too. But I have played probably like three and a half, four hours maybe, and I do really like it. Yeah. I am playing with headphones on, uh, and it is really creepy at all times because mm-hmm. there is a constant whisper going on. And mm-hmm. so sometimes, well, most of the time, you can't make out what it's saying. It's just like a weird nondescript whisper, and it's fucking horrifying, mm-hmm. and everything pops out magically from everywhere, so I get spooked a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, the whole game in general is slightly unsettling. Yes. Because, like, the the concept is just, like, the men in black, but for paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate my cats. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you, I mean, we've talked about it before. You play as Jesse Faden. Yes. She goes in and becomes the new director of the Federal Bureau of Control. Well, you I told a, you all about the start. How, what, yeah. did, were you blown, like, were you impressed by the start? Or Yeah, the start to, is really cool. Yeah, like, where you just walk in and, like, there's no one around. The thing that really impresses me about this game is most games that have dumb posters or, like, shit on tables. Yes. If you zoom in, the texture is unreadable. Not in this game. Mm-hmm. I can read every poster and every piece of paper, and usually I will do that. Do you Because have, they're very interesting. You're playing on the pro. I am. You don't, do you have issues with, like, popping? No. Okay. I've had no issues, period. Okay. So, I they have patched it a bunch of yeah, times, yeah. and... You well, know, they just patched it yesterday, yesterday again. Uh, yeah. Um, but, no, I, I do really like it. The mm-hmm. side quests are interesting, yeah. and, like, some of the stuff, like I said, a lot of it's really creepy, but some of it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's just it's very interesting i can't wait to see where the plot goes because i'm interested in that yeah yeah and i just overall like the world is interesting normally with a game that has as many collectibles as this does Mm -hmm. in most other games i would pick them up and be like i don't fucking care what this says uh but in this i will read them all because some of them are just weird Mm -hmm. like there was one about a guy who was trapped in the phone lines and he like calls nine one one and says, "Don't hang up. If you do, I'm afraid I'll disappear." And they're like, "Sir, what's your actual issue?" And then they hang up on him, and then mm. he does disappear. And like stuff like that is it's weird, mm-hmm. and fascinating, um, or like because the way the ordinary objects get like possessed or whatever, they yeah, become yeah. objects of power, and like they're a fucking rubber duck or a floppy disk, which is like weird, random bullshit. Have you? This is a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Have you done any of, like, the hotel, motel stuff? I walked into it one time. Okay. Because, yeah. like, that, that happens a few times. Yeah. That's just, like, a whole weird And it uses segment. the rule of threes, mm-hmm. so you got to push the yeah, buttons yeah, yeah. three times. It's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and I hope that they do more with it going forward. Like, I hope they make mm-hmm. a sequel to this or something. I mean, they're doing DLC to it as right. well. Uh, the thing that really bums me out about this game is I feel like it is very good, and it sold 400,000 copies, which is like nothing for yeah. a game that was this much effort for them, and it like it reviewed really well, it did well in most award things, like it won IGN's Game of the Year, stuff like that. It- well, well yeah but but i mean it's just i think it's a bummer because yeah. i think they financially they might have to look at that and be like i don't know 
so that kind of sucks. And part of that is the publisher, and I don't want to. Oh, five hundred five. Shit, I don't want to shit on on five hundred five because they published the game, but like, it it wasn't like you didn't. There wasn't a huge marketing push for the No, game. there would definitely wasn't. And it just, yeah, it sold way less than I think it should have right. in general, especially with how much praise it got and right, stuff. Right. And, like, how immediately everyone talking about it was like, oh, this game rules. Mm-hmm. It has, like, a bunch of, uh, like, frame rate issues and stuff. Which, to be fair, I have not had any frame rate issues, but I totally understand how it happened. Mm-hmm. Because literally every object in that game has physics on it. Right. And you can use your melee attack to blow chunks of rock off the floor. And you mm-hmm. have, like, fucking all kinds of insane god ray lighting and shit that makes the game look incredible. Mm-hmm. And all of that working together would cripple most things. Yeah. The only upsetting thing, and this happens with all video games yeah it seems like if they had delayed this game two months i i honestly think that everything that they did with it it no matter what it would have been the same i i it seems like they did fix quite a few of the it does seem that way but i could break the game if i wanted with the powers you get like it is it just seems like this game specifically what it is doing Mm -hmm. it should have just it doesn't work on these consoles like yeah, it should. Yeah. Like, it is an end-of-generation thing that is cool, but has a lot of performance yeah, yeah. issues. Like I said, I have not had that, mm-hmm. but I was also playing on a Pro, right. and they had patched it numerous times, which, like, you can optimize that, but I also would bet that they had to make concessions. Like, I bet it doesn't look as good as it did before mm. as well, because it looks like it has some dynamic resolution thing where it changes depending on what's going on. So, I mean, you have to make concessions to make it work on Ooh, consoles, right, but, right. like, it just... I don't know, it's a bummer. Yeah. So a lot of their games look really good. Like, Alan mm-hmm. Wake looked really good back in the day with its weird flashlight effects mm-hmm. and shit. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil in a couple weeks, but I think it's going to end up being my 11th game of the year. Interesting. So it's just going to be, like, right on that cutoff. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's, like, You're going to need I, more time. I, I do really like it, but I think, yeah, by the end, I wonder if I will still feel the same as I do now. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, it's really interesting and cool. Or if I'll be like, duh this game like i know i won't dislike it right it's just i don't know that it will be elevated above like yeah this is cool and mm-hmm. i think they did a good job but i think you know it's good it's not great yeah. and i think there were some difficulty spikes that you haven't hit yet you me. die instantly yeah from some things like the first boss was like yeah i died in one hit and was like, whoa. Yeah, there are, <laughs> and there are those moments that you're like, oh my god, I am so fragile. And I have exclusively upgraded my health. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm upgrading so that I can kill everything right. in one hit. But you know. And as I said, like one memory for me, I'm not gonna spoil. But like at the end, like I just remember having to cheese it to get through it. I saw and, a lot of people say that, especially near the end, that is when they gave up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I like this game, but right. not enough to continue being frustrated by the bosses mm-hmm. and this weird stuff. So, I, yeah. Where, like, normally I would just be like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to drop the difficulty. But because there is no difficulty options, which I think is a very bizarre strategy, but whatever. Hey, Pokemon does it. Sure, sure. Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon has no difficulty options anymore. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah that's Control. Yeah. I don't have a lot of stuff to say, but right, I, right. I like it so mm-hmm. far. 
Um, and you've been playing My Friend Pedro. I finished it. Yeah? Yeah. It's short. It's like four hours long. Yeah, so that's the game with the Banana Man. The Banana Man, and yes. Uh, He's got a gun in each hand, and you do well, you, like your shit. You're, the banana's your friend. You oh, yeah, that's banana. Pedro. Yeah, Sorry. Pedro is your friend, and he's a banana. Yeah. So, like, you, it is just like a 2D shoot 'em up like puzzle game it's not i shouldn't say puzzle but like there is kind of like there i I guess it's kind of like a puzzle game you're just trying to get through the level as stylishly as you can yeah building up like uh chains uh, combo chains to build up points it is one of those games where like at the end it then like rates you on like c b a or s Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would bother you because, like, it is almost impossible to get an S. Yeah. And, like, you are, like, the perfectionist that has Did to get an S. Did you ever play Gunpoint? No. Okay, because to me, this game has always looked like Gunpoint trying to be more stylish, but also worse. Mm. What? I, let me see if I can Gunpoint. Gunpoint's another 2D game okay. where you, like, shoot and stuff. you got to get through each thing and be ranked. But I... Is it fun? I because it, it looks cool in yes. motion when you're watching someone yeah, play yeah. it, but then every time I have talked to someone who has played it, they're like, it doesn't feel that great to play. Like it's not ever really fun or like super enjoyable. Do you know if those people finish the game? I don't. Okay, because like I had like I was like the controls just feel a little clunky and weird. Yeah, but like after probably a couple hours i really kind of started You'd getting started into the feeling groove. it okay. yeah and it, it i did start to un, like get used to the controls and everything and it, it did feel all right um also you just they do a great job of ramping it up where you're constantly getting new guns and new weapons yeah and uh constantly adding new abilities or just like new concepts where like there's this one world that is just really bizarre and different where that one is much more puzzle-based, and I don't even think I did much shooting. And it is all just kind of traversal. By the end, it does get pretty difficult, though. Okay. So, But yeah, yeah as I said, it's I, like a really short Like, I never... Th- I Every time I looked at that, I was like, I don't think this is ever for me, but mm-hmm. it looks like something that would become really popular. And mm-hmm. then, like, I remember a lot of people being excited for it, but right. then after it came out, no one never really talked about it again. Yeah, it seems so like... So I don't, I don't know that anyone felt very strongly about it or anything. I, I, I was very excited about it. I remember that you were, yeah. And then I heard like reviews and then I was like, I guess I'm just gonna wait and not get it. Is it on Game Pass? And then it was oh, added okay. to Game yeah, Pass. So funny. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try now. And then I ended up really liking it. Yeah. I it's I had a lot of fun with it. So and then I, I went back and started replaying like some of the earlier levels. Because then you can bring in like the new guns. That oh, so yeah, I didn't Devil May Cry style type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, so now we have a lot to talk about yes. uh, for the Game Awards, but I guess I will start with my demos I played. Yeah. Because this year, the Game Awards happened, again, as usual, but Jeff Keighley did a new thing in conjunction with it called the Game Festival, mm-hmm. and basically he put up like 12 uh, demos that were mostly indie games with the exception of System Shock's remake, uh, sure. and there were demos that you could download on Steam that would only be available for 48 hours. Uh, so I th- they're still going on as of the time of us talking about this, but they won't be at midnight, so mm. anytime someone listens to this, they will be gone already. Right. But... Um, 
I picked four games because there are four games that I was very excited about. And you could I, only pick four? No, you could play as many as you want. Oh, okay. I just, like, I don't okay. care about System Shock. Right. Because it's the precursor to Bioshock, and mm-hmm. people already before this were like, oh, yeah, it's System Shock again, and this is very good. So, like, I don't need mm-hmm. to know that. And most of the other ones are just any games I was not interested in. Uh, a few of these were ones that I've been looking forward to for literal years, uh, and I'll talk about them in the order I played them. The first one is Chicory, A Colorful Tale. You play as a dog, which it really threw me for a loop. It starts and asks you what your favorite food is, and I tried to type grilled cheese, but it didn't fit, so then I just wrote pizza. Mm-hmm. The game does not tell you that that's what you're naming yourself. Oh. <laughs> so my name was Pizza, mm-hmm. and I'm Pizza the dog, and I worked for, you work for Chicory, who, mm-hmm. the, in this world, there is someone who has a magic paintbrush that colors the world. I can't remember what they're called, probably the colorist or something. And so you're cleaning, your job is to clean her tower, keep it clean while she's out painting. She is a rabbit, I believe. You don't mm-hmm. actually see her in the game or anything. Uh, and then while you're cleaning, the screen keeps shaking and being weird. And then all of a sudden, all the color is gone and everything is black and white. And you go look for Chicory. Her door is locked, but you notice her magical paintbrush is just in the hallway. And so you decide... Well, people are going to wonder why there's no color. I'm probably okay at it. I should get out there and paint the world. And so you can just paint anything. I used a controller. (laughs) It really wanted you to use a mouse because Mm -hmm. with the controller, you have no granularity. It's just like I move the stick and it's like whoop and like flies (laughs) across the screen. So I painted the world like a shitty garbage man. Uh, but you can do so like objects you just put the the cursor over it and it paints it that color mm-hmm. whereas like if it's on the ground you are actually physically painting it so i did a lot of dumb bullshit uh but the whole thing of the game is you can paint yourself erase yourself you can collect clothing and then paint the clothing or whatever so like i had a hoodie and a beanie with my weird shoes or whatever. And you can paint those certain colors, erase them. Mm -hmm. The colors you can change between depend on the screen you're on. So like in most city areas, you have a bunch of like weird, vibrant neon colors, blue, green, pink, yellow. And then if you're in like a forest, it's like brown, yellow, and green and something else. So like you could paint the trees and things accurately if you wanted to. Um, And so you do quests, like weird puzzle solving for villagers. Like they'll be like, oh, my house has no color. Paint it tough for me. And I didn't get the sense that it mattered what color I painted it. Eventually Mm. he would just be like, oh, that's tough. I'm a cool (laughs) fox man. And I was like, all right, sure, whatever. Please give me this weird flower print dress. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it has a weird hint system. If you don't know where to go, you can call your mom at a payphone, And then she will say like... She's a dog, by the way. This is going to be key in a moment because okay. you also are a dog. So yeah, yeah. you you call and she'll give you like the general direction. And then you see a hand reaching from off screen. And then she'll say, oh, your dad wants to talk to you. But you know that he always explains things in depth. So like, do you want to take the phone? And if you do, your dad, who is a cool giant raccoon man, <laughs> will <laughs> he, right. he gets the phone and then he just says, do this thing, you fucking idiot. So it's, it's a good system. I right, like right. And basically the demo has you meet the old color person before Chicory. She's like a weird deer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you must be the new person. Why don't you follow me? The world is in trouble. You follow her into a cave and then she gets 
she realizes that you are not the color person and needs to know where Chicory is. She gets eaten by this weird magic darkness, and then you fight a boss, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. You, like, had a bunch of eyes, and you had to, like, paint in its eyes. <laughs> it's strange because it's like almost like a dual joystick shooter. You control your character with the left stick and the paintbrush with the right stick. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have to be next to something to paint it. Like, you can just paint it from anywhere you are as long as the cursor's there. So yeah, you, you there are spikes. If you hit it, the screen will like. It's kind of like in some games where the screen gets more and more red as you get shot. It gets more and more white as you get hit, mm-hmm. and so then eventually it'll just be like, oh, you started at a checkpoint. But I you I you poke out all the eyes, and then it's like, oh shit, the demo's over. Mm-hmm. And I was it it was really fun. Like at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but at the end I was like, I will play this. This right. is a fun game. Uh, they need to update their email. Because it still makes it seem like the Kickstarter is going and is like, yeah, the Kickstarter will end September 10th, 2019. And I'm like, come on. Uh, but it, it was fun and it's it's really weird and interesting. I, I did like it a lot. So what was that game again? Uh, Chicory, A Colorful Tale. C-H-I-C-O-R-Y. Okay. And so it was fun. And there's weird puzzles. Like if you paint flowers, sometimes they will get smaller and you can walk through it mm-hmm. or... Uh, then you erase it when you're at the higher level and you can walk on the flowers. Mushrooms will get big and then you can jump from them. It's, it's, it's cool and it's, it's a puzzle-solving game more or less. Not really right. action-based other than the boss fight. And so then a game that I did back on Kickstarter is um, Skatebird. Okay. And you have had misgivings about this game because every trailer they show, uh, you said it doesn't look fast enough. No. I played this game for nine minutes, as you saw, because I broke the demo horrifically. It was not like the other three games where it was like, uh, hey, just do so much, and then we'll be like, oh, now the demo is over. It was basically just, oh, free skate, and I was a bird with a Santa hat, and it tells you how to play, and it's pretty simple controls. Jump, there's a button for grinding, there's a button for flip tricks, and you use the stick to move. And... It does not feel good, mm-hmm. but also it does not feel fast. Well, yeah, yeah. So, like, it just is not great, and I right. don't know if that's just because it was a really early beta build that they put up or something that has not had a lot of work done to it, but it just doesn't... Like, one, there's no objective, so I can't really tell, yeah. but, like, the scoring system even feels really weird, and you... Like, Tony Hawk games, you get a combo. It just... I can't even really describe why it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely is part of it is the speed is just not yeah. there, but also like you don't get momentum either. Really. It feels like, so like you jump off a half pipe and it just doesn't, you still feel like you're going the same speed. Yeah, you don't yeah. really get that much air off of anything. And without objectives, you don't like the score is meaningless. So it just is, it wasn't even really very fun, I guess mm-hmm. like the concept that you were a bird on a skateboard is great. And right. I, I hope that it does turn out obviously cause I paid money for it, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's just something, some like secret sauce is missing that I hope they find at some point and add to it. Cause it just, right now it feels like devoid of even personality, I right, guess. Right. Like, I mean, it's, The concept is there. You're a bird. You're skateboarding on Thrasher magazines and, like, staplers and stuff. And, like, that could be cool. Yeah. But it just, it needs something. I think it just needs to be sped up. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like playing a racing game. Well, even then, like, that's why I can't describe it. Like, even if you sped it up the way it is right now, it would still suck. Mm. Like, it would still not be fun. So I I don't know what it is. 
It's just some, the controls are not tight enough. It just doesn't feel good. Mm. Like you can't in Tony Hawk, you could chain like right. a grind to a grind, and like you felt it and yeah, knew yeah. when it was gonna work. It just doesn't. Nothing chains together. Nothing flows. It just doesn't feel good. Obviously, I really like Tony Hawk's music. There was not. It was like one looping track that wasn't that great, and you know, it's a demo. I, yeah, I, yeah, hopefully, yeah. they do better more. And this is why, like sometimes demos. Like why demos don't but exist what anymore. But what I think is crazy is the other three games like sold me immediately. Well, yeah, like yeah. Chicory could have gone either way, but then like it felt good to move the paintbrush, mm. the painting felt good, like all of it. They introduce you to the concepts and it feels good. This just like doesn't do anything to sell right, me about right. it. The third game I played was announced at E3 from Microsoft, Spirit Fairer. You play as a little girl whose whole job is to basically be friends with animals and ferry them off to the afterlife. There, This one does not have a story set up. You just start on the boat, mm-hmm. and you have some houses already built on it, and you are there with a snake lady who wears robes and seems pretty cool. The deer from the trailer, she smokes a lot mm-hmm. in her home, and a giant fat frog man, <laughs> and he rules. All right. And so you... It basically, it just it gives you a series of quests that are to introduce you to the core concepts of the game. So, the beginning, you talk to the snake lady, and she says, Hey, do this for me. Build me a house. So then you build the house, and you learn how you place it on the boat, and you can... She has a meditation chamber and all this weird stuff, and you can... You go up to each animal person, and there are multiple options. It brings up a radial menu. You can give them items to make them happier. You can give them food to make them happier. Uh, You can just talk to them to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, You can check their mood, or you can just give them a fucking hug. And you go around, and you hug all the animals, (laughs) and it's very good animation on all of them. And then... They like you more, and they're like, "Oh man, I needed that hug." And you're like, "Wow, me too, Frog Man. Thank you." And that's it's just immediately the it feels good to move. Mm-hmm. It feels good to jump, and like once you jump, if you hold the jump button again, she'll like parachute down. That feels good. The menus are all super snappy. Like it runs great right and like all pc games that i praise now it recognized that i was using a playstation controller and changed the buttons accordingly in game it even said use the share button just like bug fables so that was cool um but yeah it just seems like one of those games that I, i don't know people will really fall in love with the characters and stuff because they're all like it's really well written as well like all the dialogue and stuff um, so the mechanics outside of you basically just want to make people happy and they'll give you quests to, once they get to a certain point of happiness, they will pass on mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, I'm ready to move on. And then they'll be gone forever and you'll be so sad. Uh, that's, um, that was going to be my <laughs> question. Do you think this game will make you cry? Oh, for sure. I said that right in the beginning and I, it will. I didn't like the snake lady that much, but if the frog had passed on in the demo, I would have cried already. He was my homie. <laughs> but they introduce you to like fishing and the fishing mm-hmm. mini game is okay. Uh, and then once you get the fish, you can cook it. You put it in the oven and then there's a timer. And once it ticks down, you can go do other stuff. But then it's, you take it out of the oven, it's fried fish. You can mm-hmm. feed that to people. Some people will have favorite foods and things like that. Um, do you think it's going to be based on animals? There seem to be all animals. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like only like certain animals will like the fish. Yeah, probably. Like, well, the frog guy liked the fish. I think it was weird, but... Well, like, frogs eat... They eat bugs. 
I I would guess they eat, like oh, so, fish so like eggs I and didn't stuff. I didn't get like any bugs, but you can also garden, mm-hmm. and so like I planted turnips, carrots, and corn, and then you can mix that together to make like soups and stuff. And, I, well, I was yeah. thinking like like you wouldn't be like, hey deer, have some fish, have some fish. Yeah, I I didn't try that, mm-hmm. but I yeah I would assume that it is like certain people like certain yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, but the the whole focus of the demo is on the snake lady. Mm. So you build her house, and then she's super psyched about it. And says, like, oh, now we should go to this area where I used to live to pick up this old family heirloom, because I want that. And so you go into the boat, and you plot, like, it gives you a map, and it's mostly empty. But then there's an X where she said she wanted to go, like, at these coordinates. So you say to go there... And then the boat starts moving, but it takes time to get there. So mm-hmm. it seems, I don't know if it's arbitrary or if it's a set amount of time. Cause then while it's moving, they give you quests to do a bunch of weird bullshit and you just go through it and do that. Uh, but then you get there and you find the house, but the only way you can get in there is too high up. So you pray at the statue with these special things, the snake gives you, and then you unlock the double jump, which also feels very good. Mm. You get in there, get the item. And then she is like, oh, I'm ready to pass on. Let's go over here. You go there. You row out with her to the middle of this lake. You do some weird ritual. And then a giant smoke bird appears and is going to, like, do something. But then the demo ends, so you don't actually Mm. see the person pass on. But, like, that trailer was really good, and I liked it. And was like, oh, that looks like it's for me. But playing it was, like... Oh, we're in there. This is gonna... I'm gonna love this game. Every fucking moment of this Mm. game is my shit. And so it was... I smiled the whole time. When when I hugged that frog, man, (laughs) I was like, this shit, can't Mm. wait. You have Mm. a cat that follows you around? And then when I was dicking around and crouching, I found out you could crouch and pet your cat. Mm. And then you can hug your cat. And it's... What a good game. It's so wholesome. Mm. It was just like, this is great. I love it. Very exciting. Do you think there's going to be any dogs? There better be some fucking dogs. But then it's going to pass on. I know. Like, it's so sad. And do you then, think there's going to be a moment where you're like, I can't even I finish can't, this We game? can't finish this quest <laughs> because my boy yeah. is... Ugh. You're just going to like stop halfway through it and just be like, we're not. Yeah, because... we can't. It's over. The game's over. There's no more. They're my best friends and we live together on my fun houseboat and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll probably happen to me, yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's, it's it, I don't know. So far, I really like it. And they give each character good personality. Like their idle animations of like the deer smoking from mm-hmm. her weird, like pen pipe is just what the hell's going on. Now, do you think this is like all scripted or do you think it's pretty random? Like what, what animals you'll get? I wonder, I wonder because like it, like I said, it just starts kind of in the middle. So oh, exactly. you have no context so for know. it. So in the trailers, they showed the deer mostly, so maybe it is scripted in what order you get them, but then how you advance depends on which ones you choose to mm. go with. Like, in this, it was very clear that the quests were like, we're giving you these to teach you the mechanics, right? and then to get to the end of the demo. So I wonder if, like, maybe the Frogman would have had other quests to, like, help him do his stuff or something, like, all at the same mm-hmm. time. So it was interesting. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering, like, if you start it and I start it, if would we would be different. Yeah, it, would I, we I, had start with different animals? I or do something? wonder. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did really like that. And then the fourth game I played, which is one that I've been looking forward to for years, is called Eastward. It is super, super, super inspired by Earthbound in terms of the way it looks and the characterization of the people. This is another one where it does not start at the beginning and just is kind of in the middle of stuff. 
you play as a bearded man named John and this little girl named Sam, and Sam has weird special powers. I didn't know what to expect it to be like from the trailers, but it has some of the best pixel art I've ever seen in anything ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go around and talk to all the really weird and unique characters in this kind of post-apocalyptic world, and they... Uh, are all very unique and interesting. And what I thought was crazy is the people that make this, I believe are in Thailand in the menus. All of the item descriptions were very poorly translated. Mm. And so I was like, Oh boy, talking to people is going to be rough, but then that was translated perfectly. (laughs) So it was really strange. Uh, the writing was great Mm. for the dialogue. And basically you go out into a quest to try to get something back for someone from a monster. And it just, it's Zelda. But with two people. Oh, okay. Like, I have a frying pan and a gun, but you fight monsters, you have hearts, you get more hearts, uh, and it seems like a lot of it's going to be solving puzzles, switching between the two, uh, and you have bombs and mm. stuff. I, I beat a boss, and then they're like, oh, it's over, um, and I went back in because there was a part of the city I hadn't explored and talked to some people. I think the part of that game that I will like is the part where you just interact with people mm-hmm. and, like, talk to them. The gameplay is fine enough. Like, it's fun. I just don't know if that portion of it will interest me throughout the course of, like, a whole 15, 20-hour game. Right. Uh, but, I, I mean, I still look forward to it, and that sold me on that as well. Like, it, <laughs> that's one of those things where you look at the trailer and you're like, oh, this could be all style, no substance. But then when the game plays all, all right, too, it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm very excited. Should be out in 2020. Uh, I think being, all, well, maybe not Skatebird, but the other three, I think, are all Yeah, Spirit Fair is set for 2020. Um, Chicory is as well, yeah. and so is uh, Spirit so, Fair. Yeah. So 2020. Yeah, I'm excited for is, the indie, indie times. And also, maybe now, every Kickstarter game I backed will not be delayed another year. Mm-hmm. So all of those will come out as well. With the I, exception of probably Skatebird. I think 2020 is going to go down as one of the best years of video games of all time. Oh, I don't know that that... Well, nah, I don't know about that. I mean, with Cyberpunk? I mean, no. It, it, so I, the I see where you're coming from there, but like the new generation of consoles, I don't think we'll have anything that is super great. Doom? I, even just the first six months are going to be amazing. I know. I, yeah, I'm there. And then like, we don't know what's coming out. The, the, like, the second half. The second half. So like, I... I I'm thinking about like potential the long term. I I'm, see. I'm thinking you're... like even like short term. Like the next six months are is going to be like an amazing six months. Yeah. And there's got to be at least a few good games in the second half. Yeah. So the game festival thing is cool. Yeah. I hope he does it every year because it gives uh, like eyes from the mainstream people onto a bunch of indie games that they may have never seen before. Like obviously we knew about Spirit Fair from yeah. E3. I had seen Eastward like four years ago on Twitter, mm-hmm. and like you know I backscapered before anyone knew what it was. Like it just I know about these things, but mm-hmm. I also have a list of two hundred indie games that I'm interested mm-hmm. in on my phone. So, like, that's an extreme outlier scenario. So it's cool that regular people will know what these are and see them and can actually play them to decide, like, oh, I'd like to support that or see if it's cool. I am willing to bet we'll see him do it again at E3 because he has, like, the E3 shows and stuff. So if he's got, like, these connections, I could see him. And, I mean, him getting that System Shock demo is, like, a huge deal. So I speaking of a huge deal... We can get into some of the... The Game Awards. Do you want to get into the announcements, or do you want to do the awards? I don't don't know. I don't have... I don't know what to say in this scenario. Okay. What do you... We should do the awards first, I guess. Okay. 
So I guess um, I should probably pull up a list. We probably should have planned ahead. Yeah, I do not have one. The only one, I cared about very few of them, I would say. Uh, Yeah, I would say, uh, do you want to start with the game of the year? Which was, I think, surprising. I was surprised. It was Sekiro. Yeah. And good for them. Mm -hmm. Good for Miyazaki. I will talk about Sekiro more at the end of the year, probably. So I don't want to get too into Sekiro. But I think it does a lot of really smart things. And, like, in terms of, like, teaching the player what they need to do for upcoming battles and things like that. Like, just really smart design. Which makes it more upsetting that he did... How does this happen? Okay, this is the other one I gotta talk about. Kojima won Best Game Direction for Death Stranding. No fucking... No way. Right. No way. That game is a mishmash of weird bullshit that does not congeal well in the end... And is too long, and, like, he's got a whole bunch of mixed metaphors and a bunch of weird bullshit in it, and that game should not win Best Direction. Right. How does the game that wins Game of the Year, that was also in the same category, not win Best Direction? I think it comes down to outlets being like, well, we're gonna vote Sekiro here, so we don't want to vote... I would not think that same way. Because... Because also, most of the outlets devoted didn't even like Death Stranding. I can tell you, kind of funny, Greg Miller is like Death Stranding fan number one. Okay, well, fuck that, okay? <laughs> I, it just, like, nothing about yeah, that yeah. game, like, even if I did like it mm-hmm. more than most people, I still would not say it's best game direction. Yeah, yeah. Come on, every other game on that list that they had, every other nominee was a better direction than that. Probably. But yeah. then it just it baffles my mind to be like, ah, yes, Kojima's game didn't win Game of the Year, but fucking one of the industry luminaries, all-time god directors, Miyazaki, doesn't get that shit. Like, whatever. I, I, I can't believe that. The the man reinvented video games essentially with Dark Souls. Like mm. he set so many things in motion, and that's not to say that has anything to do with Sekiro. Right. But like his design philosophies are what makes Sekiro good. Yeah, yeah. And like the direction of that game is incredible. I don't know. Fuck so that. I think I as I said, I think it's one of those cases where it's like, well, we voted Sekiro here. So I don't want like to vote Sekiro in if every was, category. If I really liked Sekiro as much as most people did, I would have been going hard in every category mm-hmm. for it. That's like one if Monster Hunter was nominated in more categories, I would have voted for Monster Hunter Iceborne. You know what I mean? But see, uh, this is Death Stranding is dumb. This is where I think it gets weird because Sekiro did win the action adventure. Okay, and I just think that's weird. Yeah, because I think it should just be an action game. Oh, you're adventuring. Well, yeah, but like to me, like action adventure implies like there's some story. There's a lot of story in Sekiro. Is there? It has more story than every other game they've made. Okay, I I didn't. I guess there were cutscenes and stuff, and people were like, "Whoa, there's like kind of story here." So yeah, there's I guess a, I, well, most of the time the stories in from software games are like so obscure that you have to like look yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. This is not that. Okay. It's very blatant. But then like Gears Five is also under action. So like I don't know like that's that's another a- one action and action adventure it's, are yeah, they're, they're, like, they're weird genres yes. to compare. So but yes, I, but 
Action Adventure Sekiro did win. Yeah. You were very excited, and so am I, that Devil May Cry 5 oh won Oh my god, game. what a dessert! Like, I can't believe that someone could look at the action category if they knew what Devil May Cry 5 was, and what how good it was. It, like, it is... Literally, they call it a stylish action game. Like right. it is, it is the action game. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about, oh, what's an action game? Devil May Cry would be like the first thing I would think of, probably. I would, and Itsu Itsuno also god level mm-hmm. game direction. <laughs> so right. like, what? Oh, fucking. Kojima. I would <laughs> counter by saying Apex Legends and Call of Duty. Yes, both yeah. deserving I, of the action as well. No, I agree with that, but I think of all those games, Devil May Cry for sure is like the mm-hmm. action game that I would pick. Yeah, I voted Devil May Cry. So did I. As well, so. And you know, art direction control. I don't necessarily. Agree we with both that. disagreed with this when it was happening. I. This is why I think that most outlets need multiple categories for art direction. Right. Because while, like, visual fidelity is also technically art direction, like, how am I supposed to directly compare, like, let's say, modern warfare mm-hmm. with the way Link's Awakening looks? Right. You can't. No. Like, they're just, they're not directly comparable. Well, you'd be like, well, I like the way Luigi's Mansion is drawn and animated, mm. but then, like, Modern Warfare looks fucking photorealistic, yeah. insane good. Yeah. So that's why I think there needs to be, like, best technical and, like, best artistic or something. And I know then that's weird. Or just, like, best looking. Right, right. Because, like, art direction is, like, a weird nebulous term in this sense, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, I do think control looks really good. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of weird visual things going on in it. But, like, Grease is, like, hand-drawn. Grease? <laughs> it looks ridiculously cool. I So, like, yeah. if it was me, I never would have said Death Stranding. But I... Sayonara Wild Hearts also is, like, a bold, interesting art direction. Right. I just think that all of those games, in terms of art direction, like even the way most of Sekiro's characters are drawn, or drawn, quote unquote, rendered, is more interesting than the way a lot of stuff is in control. I agree. Like, I. It's, I yeah, like, uh, to me, that list, I mean, you didn't like the way Link's Awakening looked, like, you no, didn't like no. that art style, but I still, uh, to me, I think any other game, with the exception of Death Stranding, could have won that over control. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I mean, it does look good. So I can't, I can't dispute that. But I mean, it look, it looks fine. Yeah, I that's. Agree. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say it looks bad. But like, if we're talking technical, Gears Five and Call well, of Duty. Well, but like Call of Duty wasn't even nominated in that category. That's why I don't understand what it is. Well, that's my point. Gears Five in Call of Duty, like, in my opinion, those are the two best technical looking. Yeah, games because to me, the bottom, well, Sekiro is somewhere in between. Also, another one that looks amazing is Judgment. Yeah, but like I would have picked Modern Warfare over Death Stranding any oh, day yeah, yeah. because, like, in terms of visual fidelity, mm-hmm. like they look they, like real. People. They look like real people. Like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is. Yes. But then, like Death Stranding, they do look like real people. But that's more because of like the mo capping and stuff. But right. it still doesn't look as good as Modern Warfare. Oh no, not even. So close. if the thing you're going for is like weird realism, then Death Stranding doesn't even reach uh, whatever. Yeah, that's why. I, I, like, on a pure technical, I say Gears and Call of Duty are the two best looking games. Yeah. Um, audio design, Call of Duty. Which, Which we, discussed. we discussed that. That was their whole selling point. Yeah. It was like, the guns sound real. Right. And they did. 
I'm not going to bother with a couple of these. <laughs> yeah, the esports one we we just we don't mm-hmm. know or care about, especially because Arsenal Ash was robbed. Mm-hmm. He should have been in there for Tekken. I did see someone was like, um, the content creator, Dr. Disrespect, should have been in that list. I don't think that's true. And I, Because I, I would say that the content creator one should be someone who was relevant heavily in the current year. I don't know that relevance for being banned from E3 for publicly filming in a restroom would well, be like his, you know, that would elevate him not to top just content that, creator. But like, think about the people who are nominating. Yeah. They're all at E3. Well, Sh- Shroud was in there, right? Yes. Shroud. Okay, Shroud. Sh- okay. But, but like, my point is, like, they're all at E3, the people nominating. So, like, he, he, that would piss you off even more. So, like... Okay, well, Dr. Disrespect, I feel like, is already borderline irrelevant to most people now anyways. I, well, he's getting that TV show. I, yes, I saw that. That's and bizarre. Th- that's bizarre. But, yes. like, he also was not one of the people that moved to Mixer, right? Right. Like, Shroud was essentially the most popular person on Twitch and moved to Mixer and is mm-hmm. still doing pretty well. Right. So, like, I get that. And a lot of the other ones, too, are people who were continually relevant. Like, maybe... Dr. Disrespect, I think, was nominated last year. Yeah, Which I is at the peak of his relevance then. Mm-hmm. So I yeah you know whatever. yeah I, no I I fundamentally disagree yeah and but like fanboys are just gonna be like this is what it should be and whatever I mean I when, mean when's Eris being nominated <laughs> when's er- a top mm. content creator of all time I mean it's kind of I think it's pretty telling that like even Ninja who well, I like who I feel like at this point is above that it he seems. is but he also didn't he win. He won last year, and then he was, like, one of the presenters this year. Yeah, and so, like, he... Mm-hmm. You're not going to nominate him again yeah, because yeah. he still continues to be, mm-hmm. you know... What about Greg Miller? Just give it to him again. <laughs> that was... See, now, content creator's weird. It's because when I hear yeah. content creator, I think, like, a Twitch streamer or yeah, a YouTuber. Yeah. I don't think of someone who is, like, does that, but also is technically, like, in the game's journalism space. Yeah, like, you, like like giant bomb so like that's why they're they're, they, they're in that weird that's why nebulous. before when it was trending gamer of right, the year right. i thought that was a better category yeah, but yeah. you know i think time changes you gotta uh the nintendo game award oh uh, the nintendo the family game award yeah <laughs> luigi's mansion luigi's mansion uh the fighting game with smash as it should have been because mm-hmm. at least it wasn't jump <laughs> force yes uh the subway fresh indie, indie game. game yeah uh, Disco Elysium. Yes. That's... I was mad that they didn't say that subway part in the yeah. in the name when they said it. It only showed up in the pre-roll. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Yeah, weird. The subway's not giving them that out. No, those ad dollars now. They're pulling out. Uh, the games for Impact was Gree or Grease. Grease. Um, indie game was Disco Elysium again. Yep. The mobile game was Call of Duty Mobile. Sure. Isn't that a China-only game? I don't know. I, it used to be. I don't know if it came out here now. I don't pay attention to the mobile space. Multi-player game, game was Apex. Mm-hmm. Narrative was Disco Elysium again, which we didn't play it. No, but I did have multiple people text me oh, and yeah, say, yeah. I don't know what Disco Elysium is. Tell me what it is. And mm-hmm. I did. Also, I looked, and I might play it now. Because I was under the impression, because people kept comparing it to other CRPGs like Divinity, which is like 800 hours long. Right. Disco Elysium is like 20. Okay. So I could do it. 
I just heard it's a lot of reading. There's a lot. I mean, I read a lot, mm-hmm. so it's I could do it. The best ongoing game is Fortnite. Uh huh. That's not true. Uh, the best performance, like like actor, is Mads Mikkelsen. All right, I will accept that answer as best performance just because Norman Reedus didn't win, because he was awful in that game. I think, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's a good actor, but. Well, we'll talk about another portion later where I was very happy. But um, Mads Mikkelsen did a good job. Right. His role doesn't come together until probably the last two hours of that game. Right. (laughs) So, like, it's hard to say for most people probably. But, like, you know, I still wouldn't have picked him, I don't think. Out of these, do you think you Who do you think you'd go with? Um, I voted for Ashley Birch in that. I didn't play the game she was nominated for. Right. But she's in After Party. Yeah. And her voice acting that I've heard from that game is very good. Yeah. Also, she just is good. Well, <laughs> and she was in, like, six games this year. Right. Whereas, like, I, whatever. I Laura know. Bailey is... Like, Laura I Bailey would, also is a very good... I would good, yeah. say equally Excellent. good. Yes. Uh, Courtney Hope, I wasn't... I'm not... Like, she did a, does a good job of being, like, kind of stoic, but, like, I found the character be kind of plain. She... I, I mean, there is a lot to that character that I yeah, don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can't tell what the hell is going on there. But, like, are you blown away by her performance? Or is it well, just Well, no, like, but it's, it's just, like, like I don't get her performances right. more like it because there is something going on with yeah, the plot yeah. that they don't explain. Yeah. And half the time I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's weirdly cryptic. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if she's trying to be that way or what the fuck is happening. As I said, I voted for Matthew Peretta. Which, yes, <laughs> yes. I yeah, did, man. Yeah. Dr. Darling and all of those live action videos in Control is 12 out of 10 <laughs> hamming it the fuck uh, up. He's probably my favorite character in that game. It's so. hilarious yeah, most yeah. of the time. Even though sometimes it's not supposed to be, it's just. I don't know if. Like, he I, does a lot. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. There's a lot happening. He is hamming it up. Mm-hmm. So Having fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The RPG was Disco Elysium. Yes. I don't think you want to know. Talk about the score music. Wait, what was it? Death Stranding. <laughs> Did I black out for that? I don't remember that. I don't remember that either, but it's... That's not true! <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule came out and was in that category! Sayonara Wild Arts. So a game that is about music! Devil May Cry 5. What the fuck?! I'm one. finding out about this for the first time right now, and I apologize I, for yelling. Let me fucking tell you when your when your whole game is I, licensed music. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I don't agree that it is like the best soundtrack. I mean, you can have a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if Tony Hawk Two came out again, <laughs> I would say yeah, best soundtrack of the year, baby. But like. It has songs made for Destiny. Like, fucking The Church's song is not good. Anyone who saw the Game Awards, they performed that live. The fucking Bring Me the Horizon song is not good. And then they just had a bunch of licensed music and bullshit. It doesn't even fit in the game. I What is happening? I'm so upset. The other nominees... I told you you didn't want to know. I know, I did. <laughs> I love the music in Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, I, I could see why people might not. Cadence of Hyrule is objectively hot jams. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's, I'm very upset. I told you you didn't want to know. If we, we're, I, I our was, own, now, if we're changing our Game of the Year categories, one of them is going to be Worst Soundtrack of the Year, <laughs> and Death Stranding is the winner. <laughs> I mean, we can do that, I guess. Oh, that's fucking stupid. I must have gone to the bathroom. Uh, sports racing game? 
is Crash Team Racing. And it's as it should be. That game mm. is getting content every month for free. And up until at least June of this coming year, that's like five characters a month. Mm. Shit's ridiculous. Fire Emblem One strategy game. Which, yes, as I yeah. But it, I mean that should have been in more categories. It should have been in the game of the year category because it won the user vote game of the year. Yeah. It also probably could have been in like story, right? Yeah, it had a great story. And then VR, which we don't play, but Beat Saber, I think, is, Beat Saber. is good I, enough I to at least Beat mention. Beat Saber. That's like the one VR mm-hmm. game that I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, well, let's like, get in there. I like rhythm games. Yeah, you're into rhythm it's games. Fun. So. It's fucking fun. Didn't Rock Band come out in VR? Yes, How was it's that? not good. Okay. Because I remember, like... Rock Band VR, not great. Which Lucky Palmer ended up being like a real shitbag yeah. in general, but I remember that trailer from like years ago yeah. where like Lucky Palmer was like in the rock band. Yeah, it, was, on stage. it looks cool, but it yeah. like was not more than that, and it didn't get more like track updates. Really, mm. it seemed. Uh, yeah, so game of the year was Sekiro. Thank God, right. because if it was Death Stranding, I would have had to put myself through a window. See, like. At a certain point, like, I didn't care, so I just wanted maximum chaos, and I knew the internet would shut down with Death Stranding. Like, literally, I I think, because we talked about it before, but I I think that any game in that category could have won. Yeah. Like, it it was not like other years where it seems like, oh, I think this will win. Like, Mm -hmm. the year Breath of the Wild won, like, yeah, fucking obviously. But this year, it could have been anything. It's just, I I stand by the fact that it's, no one would say Death Stranding because it's too divisive right. for a panel of that many people to have a majority vote be Death Stranding. See, I, I was I was thinking like a From Software game, same situation where it would be too divisive. Yeah, and th- I, I mean, that one was surprising the most mm-hmm. to me because I really liked Sekiro. But yeah, I don't think it's a I, bad game. I, no, I just don't remember anyone talking about it two months after its release it also except for recently now that people are trying to play it because they're like oh it's the end of the year i don't have anything to do let's try to play sekiro again Mm -hmm. but so i've seen i've seen it talked about a lot now Uh, yeah and also i i it seemed like at the time there were a lot of from software fanboys who were not yeah as happy with it so i they're wrong that's okay I mean, yeah, everyone's entitled to their own and opinions. The, 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 those are opinions are incorrect. Mm-hmm. So, so, are you ready to move on to the final part of part three, which is the game award yeah. announcements? Announcements, which there was okay. Which, which I this may be like the shortest episode ever. For I us. was so disappointed by these announcements, and I'm not normally I'm not even expecting anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they announced a Smash character last year, which is a big deal for me and a big deal for a lot of people. Yes. Every leaker for Smash, which is a lot of people, were all sure that they were going to announce another character. So I don't know how that doesn't happen and then they're all wrong. Like well, dozen, dozens of people. Before we go, like I have the list here. Yeah. Nintendo had a really quiet, which is bizarre because they haven't. They've shown something big for the past like five years. Yeah, so it's bizarre. Like the two Nintendo things that were shown were technically No More Heroes three, right? Which, which is not you know, really theirs. Peaks for me early. Yeah, 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 in the announcements and uh, uh, the Bravely Default. Too. Yeah. Bra- oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, Bravely Default 2, which also is a Square Enix game. So, right. like, those are just four Switch. They're yeah, not yeah. Nintendo products. I mean, Reggie was there. Uh, Doug Bowser... Well, oh, Reggie, Reggie's not Nintendo anymore, whatever, but he was there, and Doug Bowser accepted awards for some of the stuff. So right. they, they were there. Yeah. Weird. They Yeah, they were very quiet. But the, the other part that I think is weird is that last DLC character for Smash has to come out in January. See, this has got me thinking that, like, Nintendo was very quiet. I'm wondering if they have their own. Yeah, there was no, there has not been a direct in a while. In a while, so maybe I, that's they were holding it back for that, and they said, "Get fucked, Keeley." Yeah, I'm wondering if like early or like sometime in January we're gonna have a pretty big direct from Nintendo. Yeah, I would hope so. so uh, usually they do in January, but right. Uh, yeah, it just seems weird that they wouldn't show. Exactly. Like they announced the Breath of the Wild DLC at the Game Awards, you know. Well what I they mean? had the they showed like first gameplay of the Breath of the Wild. They also remember they had the interview where like the, yeah, the, the horse ho- the horse tech. The horse Breath tech, of the yeah. Wild. Yeah, what a great interview. Where we uh horses don't walk mm-hmm. into trees just like real life. Mm-hmm. Also the you see that mountain? Oh, you, can, you, can you, can, you can go there. You can go there. Yeah, 12 years <laughs> too late for that line. But I yeah. they did say that. Yes. Uh yeah, and like I said in the one year they were transitioning, they showed stuff for Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Mm-hmm. They announced Joker for Smash. Like they, they tend to do a lot of stuff here, but this this time not. No, it was just very quiet. I, I so I don't know if you want to talk about announcements in order if you have a list there, but what what would you say was the biggest announcement? For me or like, just in general. Oh, it's Microsoft. Oh yeah, that that and that is why that is a big deal. Yeah. Which, like, most people probably wouldn't say that because it's not really showing anything. But it, it, them announcing what the new Xbox is called, which is the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. and what it looks like is a huge deal. And it and it make, it's an even bigger deal that it was such a weak year. Yeah. Because, like, I pull up the Kotaku and what's the first thing they're talking about? The Xbox. Because, yeah, like, because what, it looks like a giant refrigerator. Well, not just that, but, like, this is the announcement that, like, every news outlet is going to it basically is. have and front page. So, I, I'm i going to pull it up here, but GameSpot got an exclusive mm-hmm. uh, that they were able to get specs and stuff. Right. And so, the reason it is called the Series X is because it plays all of the Xbox things, in right. theory. Which is cool. That's why mm-hmm. it's called the Series X. Phil Spencer was out there like two weeks ago saying some weird shit about how like um, this new name is going to represent. Represents what it is yes. or whatever. But like your initial thoughts on it. Because like honestly people are shitting on it. I it, really don't care. The design sucks. I don't care. It does matter for most people because most people have an entertainment system. And so now the Switch is a huge pain in the ass for Mm. that. This thing won't even fit in any entertainment system. Like, why the fuck would you design it like that? I think, like, if you put it sideways... It's probably... I mean, the ventilation looks like it's on the top, but... No, like, they've said that you can do it horizontally or... Well, sure. But, like, and it seems like it'll be well-ventilated, I guess. I guess, but the... You'd also, in an entertainment system, if it was sideways, the disc tray is on the top. Yes. You can't fucking put a disc in there unless you pull the whole thing out. It's just like, I, See, I don't know. They don't think about that sometimes. But I don't like my systems in... No, 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 no. 
I don't like my systems in entertainment system or in centers because then like they just get overheated and it, you're just like man it's really hot in this little tiny I mean it's a, it depends cuz some of them are ventilated properly and stuff like that I, But I, like I, but it's still like a little tiny space in the entertainment system so like I don't put any of my systems in in that. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, the, where were the specs? There was just a list of specs. Which a lot of them, like, I don't even, like, whatever. But the specs, the important thing for me was the controller. Which, the controller is basically identical, except the D-pad is slightly better. Yeah, it has that fucking bowl D-pad. I don't like those Apparently at all. Apparently they say it's better. They do say that. But and, I disagree. And then they added a share button. Yes, which obviously they were going to do that. Yes. Um, it is about as wide as a controller, so it doesn't take up that much space, which is right. cool. Um, so, but I mean, like, it, other than that, I think it's going to be basically functionally the same as uh, it, basically the Xbox One controller. So the thing that I saw that I thought was fucking wild is that they said that you can pause and suspend multiple games at the same time. Oh, that I did not see that. Like, but like, how, it barely works on these consoles now. I can't even imagine being able to just flawlessly be like, oh, I'm playing Control, now it's suspended, and I'm going to play fucking DJ Max now, yeah. and then just go back to Control in the way it was. That sounds like crazy future time. That I will believe it only when I see it in action. They're also claiming what four or 8K and 120 frames, frames per second, which I think it will not hit that. No, 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 no. But if like all games can hit consistently 60, I will be very happy with oh, that. Oh, that's I we deserve 60 now. Yes, yes. Um, okay, it has uh. The GPU is some new AMD Navi-based thing, which has 12 teraflops. Um, it has... See, like, now these are all sort of slightly different. And people are claiming it has uh, 6 gigs of SD RAM, which are like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it has an SSD. Obviously, they did not confirm the capacity. But yeah, the 20 hertz refresh rate will probably... I mean, that's good, but I, games will probably hit 60 frames right. per second with that. Um, it has... The new Ryzen Zen 2 CPU, so it is a very good CPU. The PS5 seems to be, like, roughly similar in terms of the leaks and stuff. But still, like, that is over twice as powerful as what the Xbox One X is. Yes. Which already is very good. So uh, it's really cool because this is one of the first times where usually it seems like console architecture is, like, years behind what PC is. This will be one of the first times where it's, like, pretty close. My only thing here is I'm wondering, how expensive do you think these are going to be? Do you think they're going to end up having to take losses? Uh, I mean, they usually will. They usually will, but it seems like if these are, like, compared to, like, high-end PCs... I mean, they're probably, like, $500. Right, but I mean, like, they're probably worth closer to... A thousand, then, right? It depends. I mean, also with consoles, they get deals, deals and... from the manufacturer depending on how many they're printing and stuff like that. I y- yes, but I, I mean, like the PS3, they were Sony was taking losses for like the first five years or something, right. even at six hundred dollars mm-hmm. originally. Right. So you know, I'm expecting five hundred, but it does seem like it. They're going to be taking I, big losses. So they 
I think it will be five hundred because I don't think anyone can ever get on a stage no. and say six hundred dollars again. I no, I don't think Sony's that stupid. The and... only the only way I would pay six hundred is if like it was a bundle with a game and a larger size hard drive. Mm-hmm. Because then I'm gonna be paying six hundred dollars anyways to buy a new hard drive yeah, and, a, yeah. and a new game. So you know. The other thing is apparently there is another Xbox also they so that has been rumored for a while but it's not gonna have a disc drive i think that's the only difference do you think it's gonna be that or do you think it's just gonna be a streaming machine i think it's gonna not have a disc drive and so you you can get digital and streaming but Mm. i i've been kind of wondering if it's basically just gonna be they're like hey this is our game pass machine which you can Uh, also buy digitally yeah that's why i I just think that Mm -hmm. That that's why it wouldn't right. have it is because then you can just I mean anything should have the ability to stream right right so. yeah which I mean like probably the Xbox One would be have the ability to yeah stream to, to do it the Xbox uh, and uh, everything that has been said about X Cloud is that it is way better than yeah. what Stadia is so mm-hmm. you know hopefully that is the case right but yeah no that's a huge deal and I am curious to see when Sony gets out there and shows what that actually what the ps5 actually looks like yeah they've already talked about what it is uh but we don't know what it looks like no but that dev kit is almost certainly real the weird giant v shape the pizza holder yeah (laughs) uh Uh, yeah so uh i'm guessing february you think sony i can't remember when they did their weird ps4 pro uh, the PS4 Pro was, I think, summer. They like, yeah, they like did a press conference in the summer, and then it like shipped in the fall or something. But I don't think they're gonna wait that long. No, I they have to do it before then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I wonder when that will actually happen. Because they're gonna want to get it out there, so then they can start marketing pushing that, and then whatever launch titles they're gonna have, which we already know one. <laughs> Yeah, we do. <laughs> Which so so that that was the other thing is Microsoft then went on to show Ninja Theory's next generation game for the Xbox Series X, which mm-hmm. is uh, saying a sacrifice. Senua's Sacrifice Two. It's Senua's Saga. Yes, so that's cool. Yeah, because people really like that first game. And I was very this high. This yeah. seems much more like a. F- a they're trying to make it seem like it's a full-fledged game as opposed to a smaller title. I, I'm not going to even. But I don't. With know. what they were saying, that's what right. it seems yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. What they were what they were talking about. I don't I, want to speculate too much. Yeah, I mean, it was just a CG trailer. Yeah, they tried. I don't remember if that was one of the ones they tried to say was in engine, but that would be fucking ridiculously crazy if it was not CG. Yeah. <laughs> that means that shit looks insane. Which I mean, I think it will look pretty insane. Yeah. Which I mean, it, the first one looked amazing as is. So like. Uh, but then the PS5 game that was announced is Godfall, Godfall, which is being published by Gearbox, and it it looks cool. Like I like the aesthetic of the weird night guys. But then when they're said, it's basically just like Borderlands, but with swords. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. slash looter. Did yeah, they, call it? they didn't call it a shlooter, but they were close. It says shooting slasher or something, which like okay, I you just gotta you gotta show me gameplay. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of the things that they announce that are new at the Game Awards, I never get that excited about because it's just like 
your CG trailer tells me nothing about what the right. game actually is, and then there, there's nothing you, you nothing to show or say mm. really because it's too early. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Bravely Default Two. Yeah, Bravely Default Two. Which let's just say Bravely Default is a 3DS game. The sequel is called Bravely Second. Now mm-hmm. the third game is Bravely Default Two. What the fuck is the naming convention here? Bravely Default Second is Bravely Default 1.5. They didn't say that. And that's what it is. <laughs> and then the next game will be Bravely Third. What if Bravely Default 2 is actually a prequel to Bravely Second? <laughs> I don't know, man. I like I I liked Bravely Default enough, but I fell off of it. It had mm. a lot of cool like quality of life things that I think should be moved over to other JRPGs that literally nothing has taken since then. Mm. Uh, Bravely Default 2 that they announced is cool because they're working with the Octopath Traveler publisher Mm. so it's gonna look crazy Yeah, and I did not enjoy Bravely Default that much but it was way better than Octopath Traveler so maybe the two two combined will be something that I can really get behind Mm -hmm. someone who loves JRPGs it's weird that I don't like either of those things but it I don't know, man. Well, you're more of a character guy. and like... I am. And Bravely Default, you only have four characters, so they all get characterized pretty well, but just, like, the mm-hmm. flow of it is weird. Right. And I, you know, I don't know. But I meant, like, Octopath is definitely more... Oh, Octopath is fucking it, rough. It's just a systems game. It makes me want to fall asleep thinking about it. Uh, the Weird West, which is is okay. a Devolver published game, yeah, it's a weird smaller indie game. Riot, Riot's got a couple new games. Okay, don't even bother with that shit. Why do they even show that? Uh, like are... they literally show because they're Riot announced their Riot Forge thing, so a bunch mm. of developers are allowed to make Riot games now. They were basically the one was a fly through of like nothing. It was like water and airships. Yeah, gives you no context. And then at the end, the guys like, yeah, it's like an action RPG. And I was like, what? <laughs> and the other one was uh, a platformer with the hero who can rewind time. Sorry, I don't remember any League of Legends characters' names. Uh, but yeah, he's like a platformer that can rewind time. But that. Mm. Also, eight-second teaser didn't show anything. Right. When they showed the fighting game, it was, like, less than 15 seconds of, like, semi-okay footage. Like, why don't you just wait until you have anything to show? When you when you can't even glean what the genre of your game is from the trailer, like, why do you even bother? I, the list here I have, it doesn't talk about all of them. There were a ton of card games with that problem, too. Where they were like these action trailers, and then it's just like, oh, I think this is a card game. Yeah, like the one where the lady was like suffocating for what felt like ten minutes Mm -hmm. underwater, and then it was like Magic the Gathering, baby, (laughs) and you're like, oh, my favorite. Which I understand, like, card games are impossible to do trailers I know, and like MMOs do the same thing, but at that point, like, you already know what the trailer is for. Mm -hmm. Not these where you see the trailer and then afterwards they're like, who likes card games? Mm -hmm. And you're like, um, (laughs) oh, yeah, okay. There were also a lot of uh, Dungeons and Dragons games, it seems. Which there always have been. Yeah. So, they continue. That Dungeons and Dragons game looks fucking bad. Yeah, it did. It looks really bad. 
Uh, Brendan Green, player unknown, is doing a new game prologue, which we know nothing. Uh, literally about. nothing about it. Looks like maybe it's a battle royale in a forest. I don't, you know, yeah. sure. We got a new Orion. Well, I wouldn't even call it new. We got so a, you got the got... same Ori in the and mm-hmm. the Will of the Wisps trailer, but it was right. delayed by a month. Yes. <laughs> Happy announcements at the Game Awards. Uh, Control, we talked about. Yeah, which is bizarre because I Control was downloading a patch on my PS4 mm-hmm. and I was like, this is two versions newer than what it was yesterday. Also, it's like six gigs. Mm-hmm. Are they releasing Control content? And they were. Um, one that we had skipped over was No More Heroes 3. Well, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, that trailer is fucking crazy and that game right. is going to be sick. They set it up in the most recent like downloadable title. Because No More Heroes is about you play as Travis Touchdown. He's got a cool lightsaber thing. Right. And he is trying to kill other assassins to become the number one ranked assassin. They introduced super alien superheroes in the most mm-hmm. recent one. And so you are trying to become the top alien superhero now. And that's why the weird aliens are fucking crazy. And Now, this is this a Suda game? Suda 51, baby. Didn't... Did you play Travis Strikes Again? I did not, but that's where they set up a lot of stuff for this game. Are you going to play it? I don't want to because it looks shitty, but now everyone is saying it's really good. So I don't... It did not look really good, mm. even from gameplay. But I, if it sets up the characters, I guess there was a character named Barry or something mm. in it that like is prominent in that, right. and now he's in this. Yeah, I will. Maybe I'll check it out. It's been cheap recently. Right. I those first two games are I, I love them. Most people would not, but they are right. really cool and they're like cult classics for sure because they're on the fucking Wii and eight people played real video games on the <laughs> Wii. So like, you know, they're really cool and they're really right. interesting. Suda is a wild ass guy. Grasshopper is fucking crazy. Mm. I actually there's a book that came out recently called the Grasshopper. Uh, manuscript or something and there's a whole bunch of quotes from suda in there about how much he hates ea when they were like trying to make him change his games and that's what a lot Mm. of characters in his later games came from where they were like oh why is this character like this and then he would make them a specific way for ea and then make that same character later in other games like i can't remember what game it was but ea basically said well no one likes that characters in the u.s only have guns and they only like guns and so that's why shadows of the damned was the gun is the whole game mm-hmm. just to stick it to them there's a, there's a lot of really good quotes i should read it but interesting he's he's a special guy uh one of my most anticipated games is gears tactics coming out yeah which is i mean we already knew that was coming I, out well, we didn't know another when. release date yeah what is it april april 28th so and it just says xcom but gears so that's yeah dope which know. i like xcom yeah, and like i gears, like gears yeah, so like that's that, it that game is made for me mm-hmm. uh we we got we actually got the ghost of tsushima trailer yes which ended up being underwhelming in my opinion it just looks like sakura but like we don't know gameplay no i think there's gameplay in that was there gameplay yeah you just kill people stealthily it, but yeah like it it I'm kind of curious if that game's going to end up being for me. Probably not. Probably not. Because it's going to be all parry-based timing combat. Yeah. Which is what every sword-based game is. Uh, no. Devil May Cry. I, most Devil May Cry combat for me is parrying, because that's like a major mechanic. It's hack and slash. If you don't want to parry and get like ridiculous style points from parrying... I never parried. Oh man, yeah, that game's all about that. Especially if you're using Beowulf and shit. It's a 
Devil May Cry? Yeah. Devil May we played Devil May Cry very differently. So, Not yeah, surprising. There is a lot of parrying in Devil May Cry for most people. Hmm. So and also timing. There's a lot of timing in Devil May Cry. I'm just hitting buttons, man. I know, but a lot of well, certain moves require timing in general to even well, I... perform. Do you think I was pulling those off, man? I, I was just that. hitting the buttons and I'm having a good saying, time. Yeah, I don't know. But I also wasn't playing on like the hardest difficulty. I was just playing on normal, and I was hitting buttons, and I was doing cool things. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> and I had a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Are you ready for this? <laughs> How could they do this to me? How could they do this to me? Mm-hmm. How could you how could you do this to me? You don't announce a Smash character at your stupid thing, and then the last person announcing the game of the year is Michelle Rodriguez. And as a joke, I was like, oh, it's Letty from The Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh my god, it's my boy, Vin Diesel. And he comes out, and they're talking about how much they love video games. And then this dickhead says, yesterday I watched the four-minute Fast 9 trailer. It was really cool. Of course they don't show me that. Mm-hmm. It's still not out today. I want to see that trailer. John Cena's in the film. I'm very excited to see this four-minute trailer. And then their final reveal of the Game Awards is that mm-hmm. they're finally making a Fast and the Furious game that is not an arcade game. <sighs> At first, my excitement, very high. <laughs> How could your excitement be high when the first thing you see is the shittiest-looking car? That is what I'm saying. <laughs> when they say, here's this, and you're like, oh, it's going to be a Fast and the Furious game, but then you see the first <laughs> frame of the trailer... <laughs> And it is a garbage dump. (laughs) It looks like, um, at best, an early PS3 360 title. Yeah, yeah. And it keeps going, but then you see the terrible renders of Vin (laughs) Diesel and Tyrese Gibson and Michelle Rodriguez, and you're like, holy fuck, dude. What is happening? Ludacris not in the trailer, probably because he saw footage of it Mm -hmm. and was like, I'm okay. And... What the fuck? What the fuck? How do you... What the fuck? I got two things here. Okay. <laughs> One, Bandai Namco, what are you doing? We've had this conversation so this multiple is the, times. So this is the other thing. It is literally being made by slightly mad studios. Mm-hmm. The people that made Project Cars, which is graphically ridiculous. <laughs> it looks so good. And so when I they said that Slightly Mad is making it like... They know how to make driving games, so it'll probably be, like, a fun game. What is... What does... Why does it look like that? Why does it look like a fucking late PS2, early PS3 game? What is happening? Yeah. And then it's even more fucked up because Vin Diesel actually does like video games. Like, he plays a lot of World of Warcraft and stuff. Right. And just, like, if you're someone who knows about video games and you look at this trailer and you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And he was already in a mediocre driving game, The the Wheel Man. And you can jump out of the car and onto other cars in stunt position. And that shit was stupid as fuck, but fun. Mm-hmm. And he was also in the Chronicles of Riddick game, Butcher Bay. Also very good. <laughs> now we got this trash factory, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna play. But you know, I shouldn't because it looks like a fucking garbage dump. Don't, 
don't be one of those people. I need to play it. That is supporting bad. The Fast and the Furious Crossroads, Matt. We're in there. I already bought Pokemon this year. I gotta keep it going. Yeah, but like, (laughs) don't be the guy that is supporting bad licensed. We don't know if it's bad yet. (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah, you reserve judgment. (laughs) Okay. No, because Slightly Mad Studios is a good developer, so I think that the driving could be fun. Okay, sure. Project Cars is insane. I'm not saying... They uh, exclusively make driving games, is I, what I'm saying. I Look at the quality. That's all I'm saying. Look at the, the no, visual you can quality. Look, you can look at the visual <laughs> fidelity and be like, whoa. <laughs> we done fucked up here, baby. Right, right. Maybe it was a really early trailer, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the best game ever made. We don't know. Well, it's coming out next year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... It's, there's, like... It's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a wild, wild ride. It was unexpected. I will oh, give him that. Yeah, you could have fucking, you could have given me all the time in the world to make a, a guest sheet, and I never would have ever even thought about writing that there would be a Fast and the Furious game as the final reveal, and that it would look like fucking trash. You could not have paid me enough. And okay, what even is just like an extra knife in the gut? Is they made for uh, f- the la- the eighth movie? They made that tie-in uh, Forza Horizon thing, right? Which is just ludicrous voiceover with a bunch of Fast and the Furious cars. That was a free download and was fucking awesome. That's honestly that's what I thought was going to happen here. I was like, "There's no Forza this year, so they're just going to be like, hey, here's a Fast and the Furious Forza Horizon tie-in.'" Because this is the first year they haven't had Forza in probably, like, a, probably I know. at least, like, six, it's, five, it's four or five years. It's almost just so they can launch it on the Xbox oh, yeah, Series yeah. X. But I just, like, come on, man. What the fuck? Namco Bandai makes all kinds of weird licensed shit recently. Like, yeah. we talked about the fucking Ice Age game. They showed the Jumanji game on this fucking thing. They also showed the Dreams version of Jumanji. Yeah... Which looked better than the real Jumanji game. <laughs> and, like, wh- their whole thing must just be, like, we can get these licensed properties, crank that shit out. Which <sighs> we've been proven time and time again that if you make a good licensed product, people will like it because it's good. Mm-hmm. What's happening? We're regressing. <laughs> We're regressing I, backwards. It's a bad sign for bandai's namco's future i would say i don't think it is because hey they're putting out one piece pirate warriors 4 and that shit's gonna sell a billion copies i guess like their anime games are the only things that i can get excited for because they're like 50 50 Mm. some of them are really good and some of them are fucking bottom of the barrel dog shit like Mm. jump force (laughs) so like I, I don't know. Like, they're, Namco Bandai's publishing a full-length fairy tale JRPG, which is wild. Why are you doing a cool thing for the fairy tale? Mm-hmm. When we get this, we get this, we get this Fast and the Furious game. If you didn't watch this trailer, don't. 
Save yourself the time. No, I think Especially you if you like the franchise. Don't do it. You have to. Oh, man. I disagree. I watched it again. Why? Because I had to watch See? it again. <laughs> See? Because I had, to, I had to be like, well, maybe it's fine. No. Maybe it was not as bad as I thought. It's as bad as I thought. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, the D&D game did look worse. It, it did. So... We had one game that was worse than this Fast and the Furious game, but this feels like a personal attack on me <laughs> that they have done. But you're still going to get it, and that's well, the yeah, best part. I gotta get it. There will be some hilariously bad one-liner in there that I can clip and go viral <laughs> with on YouTube because I'll be the only person in the world to play the game. I don't know. I think this game could sell decently. It, oh, it will. That's the <laughs> fucked up part. And that's the funniest part. Like, I like those movies unironically because they're so dumb right and you could perfectly 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 translate it into a video game that's just a stupid racing game where a bunch of meatheads say some dumb one-liners and they're even they're the racing could be good because slightly mad like i said is a very good developer you just what the fuck i mean need for speed has been trying to hit that Fast and, and Furious formula for a while. failed for a long time. They have been failing for, yes. Uh, Hot Pursuit was the closest they got, and that was when they peaked. But they weren't even trying for Fast and No, Furious, they were so. just trying for a cool race time. Yes. And I'll take that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, you just, oh, you know what? There was a really bad Fast and the Furious licensed game that came out a few years ago. I think it was 2013. But yeah, um, oh god, what was it? It was the a name? PS3 game. It was, I think, it was right around 2013. Fast and the Furious Showdown. Mm. Who was this made by? Firebrand Games. I Ooh, that was an Activision title. It was for PS3, 360, and Wii U, <laughs> and it was. It did have a lot of like soundalikes from the movies. Oh, they uh, weren't the actual actors. No. Uh, ooh, 21% on Metacritic for that one. Oh, boy. That's bad. Oh, boy. That's bad. Can I make a bold prediction? Yeah. The, uh, the new Need for Speed, or Need for Speed, the new Fast and Furious will be better than that. Oh, yeah. That's not bold. They basically, it just has to exist to be better than that, I think. And just by way of them having an okay developer on it, it will be better than that. I think it'll be... 50s, 60s. Yeah. You know, I hope that I truly love it. And that I, I will have to take back everything I said. I hope it's good. Like I, I, hope, I, 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 hope, I hope everything is good, but more than usual, mm -hmm. I hope that this game pulls oh, yeah. a miracle out of its ass. Uh, yeah. And it is a great product. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because, like, this could be my Crackdown 3 it could be. <laughs> or it could be your crackdown. It could be, <laughs> get ready, Fast and the Furious Crossroads Game of the Year 2020. <laughs> Who knows, man? At least best racing slash sports game. Best racing slash sports game. Because I will play no other racing slash sports games. Uh, yeah, you definitely won't play Forza. Because no. it'll be actual yeah, Forza. Yeah, actual Forza's not for me. No, no, no. I no. just... Why? They couldn't even show me the trailer for the new movie? Yeah, that was the weirdest part. Like, cause why it, would he say that? What a dick! I, yeah, that's. I did like that people cheered for him a lot, and then they panned to Norman Reedus, <laughs> and he looked visibly upset by the amount of cheering Vin Diesel got compared to him. Well, I mean, I would say that their acting prowess is roughly on par. 
One's a movie star and one's a TV star, though. Yeah, but both of them are bad at acting. Mm-hmm. Only one of them is ripped and can punch people a lot and well. And Vin Diesel has been in, like, award-winning movies. <laughs> yes. He's a bad actor. I will say that. I'll be the first person to say that. Honestly. He's good at shitty one-liners. He, he He's surprisingly good in... Um... Oh, God. What is that famous World War II movie in the 90s? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. But that's like one of his first movies, too. Yeah, well, then he got typecast as Meathead Punch Man, and I'm a bigger fan. Yes, yes. Triple X is great. Mm -hmm. It's all great. Why would they do this to me? That's my closing thought. They showed a new Final Fantasy VII trailer that was like the same thing. Apparently some game called Humankind... The Humankind Odyssey? What is what was that game that I don't have came it. out? Evolution? Darwin? What the fuck was that game called? This is like that, Egypt? Oh, you don't remember that? That was the one where the Oh, is this like the, the okay. Civ game? Okay, the Civ game. Okay, now that that No, uh, I'm t- what's what was the game that came out this year with the monkeys? And Ancestors. Ancestors. And it's not monkeys, it's apes. And they're not even apes. They're they're humans. Whatever. Pre proto humans. Yeah, I don't. There's a specific term that is smarter people would know. Uh, do you want to talk about the Marvel Ultimate Alliance? There's more Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC. It is also them stabbing me in the gut, and they picked Dark Phoenix as a character. But the other three are okay. Iceman, mm-hmm. Gambit, and Cable. Sure, that's dope. Uh, yeah, there was that other samurai. Naraka, Blade Point. That game, I don't get what it was. Because at mm-hmm. first it looked like it was a multiplayer versus sword game. And right. then it was no longer. And I don't know what it is. The 9 to 5, which is that tactical shooter. Yeah. But, like, what is the bunnies? I don't get that. Yeah, the bunny part also wasn't funny, I didn't think. No. Which I think is what it was going for. There was that whole Apex Legends when, like, your That was amazing. Yeah, Mirage, broke. the Apex character, made a shitty joke, and then Twitch apps crashed on my PS4 no. and would no longer return. So Sons of Forest, thing. of the Forest. That was the Kill Demons, right? That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> the dude on the helicopter, and he pulls up his sleeve to reveal a tattoo that says kill and then he pulls it up further and it says demons and i'm telling you guys what if i ever have something cool to reveal i'm getting it tattooed on my wrist and i will slowly pull it down and be like ah yes you've got the reveal now and as we talked about you could only have two reveals in your life unless oh you could do it on the other side so four at most, unless you want to start crossing them out, because then I, it could get confusing. Unless you're just adding to the name of the thing. I think time. it would be hilarious to like, and then like kill is crossed off, and then like demons is crossed off, and you just keep pulling down. <laughs> but then I was upset that that game wasn't even called Kill Demons. Yeah. But he had the tattoo to remind himself that he mm. must kill demons, and I like that. It's like a to do list on your arm. <laughs> do you think at some point he crosses that off? On a serious note. <laughs> Once you kill all the demons, he's like, ah, yes. The Sharpie. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Uh, that was that might have been my favorite reveal. I forgot about that one. That's too good. <laughs> the that sur- game also didn't look good. No, it didn't. Surgeon Simulator 2. Which, yeah, that okay. was a weird reveal, sure. The Wolf Among Us 2, very exciting. This is a re-reveal. Yes. Because they were originally working on it, and I feel 50-50 about this. It was revealed through some research that it is mostly ex-Telltale people who yes. are working on it, but... This does not erase the fact that they were not paid severance or... Well, now it's the new company, remember? I know. It's still fucked up because, like, you're still continuing on the Telltale brand. Right. And those people still were fucked over. Yes. I, you know, it just is weird. It's but a I, weird thing. It seems like they still would have a passion because, like, the one company bought Telltale and then they're like, we're going to change our name to be Telltale. And then these ex-Telltale people that were specifically working on The Wolf Among Us went and started their own company, but now are being contracted by Telltale. Interesting. So that's how this is all working. So, like, it seems like they... It, it, it seemed, Did you, you watch that no-clip documentary? I did. Telltale? And I, I only played the first two episodes of The Wolf Among Us because there was a legitimate point in my head where I thought I should just read the comic books instead mm. Because it's fairy tale, right? It's fables. Fables, yeah, is, is ongoing. Fairy tales and anime, gotcha. Right, right. Fables is ongoing still, and people really like that. So now you right. could buy huge collections, and I was like, I personally might get more out of it if I was just reading these comics. Um, and then that was at the point where I decided that I could no longer buy comic books because it becomes too expensive, mm-hmm. and I just started buying X Men again because the new one seems sick. It comes. Ooh, five days, baby. So you're getting into X-Men again. <laughs> yeah, because they rebooted it. It seems so sick. And I'm thinking you're about... getting into wrestling. And I'm to the point where I'm like, I gotta buy the pay-per-view in February. Yeah, so I'm gonna... I already... Video gaming is an expensive hobby. Yeah. But now I'm gonna read comic books again. But the good thing is... I will not be behind on the X-Men one, so I'll have to wait five to six months for each new trade. So it won't be as expensive for them to collect, like, 12 issues. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. Until I fall behind, and then I'm, it's over for me. How quickly do you think you'll fall behind? Uh, pretty immediately. Mm. Yeah, because they're going to... Now that X-Men is popular, and he's doing a good job writing it, mm. they're going to cross them over into seven other oh, X-Men right. things, and then I'll have to buy those, and it's a snowball effect, mm-hmm. until eventually you say, I can't. This arc ended, and now... I'm washing my hands right. of this. Because the arc, I read slightly past the arc I started reading X-Men at. Mm-hmm. And then when they started really ramping up, I was like, ooh. And then I stopped right before they, like, killed all the X-Men comics <clears throat> because they were pissed off about Fox. Oh, right, So right. I, I wasn't there for their lowest point. Mm. But I don't know. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I can't, yeah, there weren't really any, any other reveals that we didn't talk about. Probably no, I meaningless. Either. How'd you feel about Green Day's performance? middling yeah it was not great i don't like their new music i didn't even recognize that new song that the second song they sang i think that either one or both of those i haven't listened to green day in a long time i believe are from their newer album that's coming out soon Mm. and that's what the track pack added to beat saber was was Mm. i think those two songs and some old ones if i am to uh, be believed the one i did recognize the second one i was like i don't think i've ever heard this song yeah so i believe that was a hot new jam um 
I wouldn't call it hot. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the church's song is continues to be bad, and I don't like it. Uh, the worst performance. Grimes was oh, Grimes. Fucking, I do not like her style, musical stylings. No. Uh, that was... that Run the Jewels is going to be uh, featured in the cyberpunk. Yeah, the the whole bunch of like yeah, a bunch, a bunch of musicians of. that I don't like, other than Run the Jewels, will be featured in that game. <laughs> and it, Grimes, does very that, exciting. How do you? Does that worry you a little bit? No, because. No. I can probably somehow set the radio to run the run the jewels song on repeat, or I can just not listen to the music and not care. But uh, it, well, it like, is, I'm they're going for a specific aesthetic, right? And like the reason I don't like some of those artists is because they're just like weird, for, and so like it will fit in that right. game, but not for me to like listen, listen. for pleasure, right? <laughs> so I but that grime song I thought was awful. Yeah, she seems like, hey, I'm weird and quirky, and isn't that fun? That, that was my impression of her. Yeah, and like, it sounded like approximately 0% of that song was her natural voice. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So I, you know, I believe they did have Run the Jewels perform at the Game Awards a few years ago. So, that's cool. I still say the peak was when Mick Gordon went. And, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but he's not like a famous musical artist no, he's a no. video game composer and he did a great job uh, he uh, he continues to <laughs> knock it out of the park killer instinct was sick uh doom wonderful mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. he's good he does good work so i you know the the devil may cry song uh uh devil trigger devil trigger nero's apparently i looked i because i was just curious of like her the musician the singer apparently she did lyrics for doom and um, the ge- game you just mentioned, I get completely blank. Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Oh yeah, she does. Uh, so I'm like, man, she's uh, she's either been typecasted or she typecasted herself. She into does a, a very she sings an orchids thing, right? Which is very good. Yeah. So it's she she's a talented musician, but it's like she has a very specific tone that she is a tone game that she's going she's for. going for <laughs> yeah over the top weird shit. Yes, yeah, and I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, she's good at it. Yes. Yeah, Devil Trigger is an excellent song. It is. Um. Yes. So with that, I think that's all we've got right now. It's about yeah, about on par. Okay, with our that... average episode. We talked a little bit more about stuff than we uh, thought we were gonna. But well, there was a moment there where I was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be the shortest podcast yeah. of all time." Which I think this is still our shortest podcast. But that's okay because the next two are, are going gonna to be, be hella long, yes. baby. Because in two weeks we are doing our categories, our categories, which is like a regular titled episode. It'll be episode 70. Yes. And then we will do the top 10 lists, which is not like a number, a normal numbered episode. Usually. I I think it is usually. I think you've numbered it. Oh, maybe it it is. I think you number it, but like that's out of order where we do that one on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, but that one, we're definitely going to have one guest. Yes, at least one, maybe two. Which I, which would be Scott, who was in last year. Yeah, but Nukio will be here this year for mm-hmm. it. I, his list is going to be something else, I think. I was thinking about this. He like, may not have even beaten ten games. 
I th- looking at what I think my list is going to be. I think you and I are going to have like two games. I think that was the same last year. And like Scott and I are going to have like none. Scott comes, our lists will be one hundred percent different. Yeah, it's going to be. It could be a fun year for that. But like next week, we're doing the ten categories. Yes. Uh, we'll probably be doing the some same ten categories so. as last year. Yeah, yes. so it's just us picking three things in specific categories mm-hmm. that we have conjured from our mind space. Yes, and that's fun. Usually, yeah. it goes for a very long time. So yes, yes, get prepared because we have such different tastes. We have very different tastes, so sometimes you have to explain it, and you know, it's, well, not just that, but like there's not a lot of overlap. Overlap, yeah. So yeah. Yes, and I am trying. I thought that I would be playing more games right now, but I have decided that I don't necessarily care that much. About I might not one. play a bunch. I mean, I'm going to play After Party, after- and I will finish Control, but after that, I don't... There are a couple games that I might want to play, but I think that I... I don't know. I might well, just like, let it not. Some games, you're like, I don't care if it gets spoiled, but like After Party and Control, you definitely... Yeah, I, no, I want to... I, I like Control, and I'm playing Which it kind of slowly it. and after party i can finish in an afternoon but like right. i i could buy sayonara wild hearts and like it doesn't take that long but i don't i don't know i just kind of want to check it out for the soundtrack yeah that's kind of my big thing yes so yeah we will see you guys in two weeks for some sweet game of the year categories and then a few days later for uh, our top 10 lists yeah but with that uh, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. As always, check them out, and we will catch you guys in two weeks. Peace.